0: Welcome, everybody, to the Lunacy Podcast. My name is Tony. I'm here with Dave and Dave. Dave Stevens, Dave Sterling. I'm Tony Pervenanzi. Today, we're coming to you from 56 Brewing in northeast Minneapolis. Technically, it's kind of on the border of Columbia Heights and northeast. Kind of tucked away. Uh, Stevens, you and I used to live up in northeast.
1: Yeah, just a stone's throw a little south, south of here.
0: I... I i guess this was kind of just kind of the pass-through area that yeah well kind of go you know through. no I,
1: I wouldn't call it a pass-through area i mean this is i've spent a lot of time in this area not not for the not for going to a brewery but mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite golf courses growing up oh columbia yeah. columbia where, columbia we, golf where we, we, we golfed yes that's yes. just a block or two it away is? from here yeah it's just just to the east now we used to have some great times golfing there it's cheap twilight rates remember yes. that I yeah. once got hit in the head with a golf ball. John Andruski. Thanks to John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fam- that's where that, that's where that story, that story
0: came up on this yeah. podcast.
2: But yeah. I so yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. given the proximity to our old uh, stomping ground in the Northeast, this is—it's nice to get back here anytime yeah.
0: we can. Uh, I want to thank uh, Tyler from Fifty Six Brewing for letting us come out here. Uh, he is the taproom manager here. Uh, I'm drinking. They have—they just came out with the Sexy Beach Milkshake IPA, which is. An IPA brewed with uh, coconut, vanilla, and pureed pineapple. And I love milkshake IPAs, guys. This is a big kind of thing now with microbreweries that yeah. come doing that. And every place has got a different take. Uh, this is uh, this is fantastic. It's my next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... so we all got flights. Yeah. So if you guys want to talk about what you're drinking
2: first... Uh, I'm doing the, the Cali Street. Okay. Which uh, I... Said right off the right off the bat, it's to me it's a crusher. Five point six percent. You know, it's it's not crazy over the top hoppy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just really smooth. Um, I think the malt character is a little bit uh, more robust than some IPAs. Maybe a little bit. Um, It's really good.
1: Stevens? Yeah, and I got a flight as well, like you mentioned. I'm looking forward to trying that sexy beach as well. But yeah. I I had to start with the uh, with their stout. It's called Dark Territory. Mm-hmm. And actually, I, you know, this is my first time here at 56, but uh, I've heard a lot of good things about their stout, Dark Territory, and uh, definitely wanted to try it. And then a nice thing that I really enjoy is they have, you can have it nitri- on nitro. Nitry, nitronated. Yeah. So that just gives it a real smooth, velvety texture going down. And, uh, yeah, it's got just... I, it says it's, you know I can you know, taste the chocolate. It's got a note of coconut. I can't quite tell that yet, but uh, I just love the finish. Very smooth.
0: Nice. Uh, before we get into some more business, guys, I do want to say this place, this uh, tap room, has kind of an upstairs balcony yeah. that has a bunch of old school pinball machines in it.
3: Yep. They
0: got funhouse. They've got uh, awesome powers machine. They also have. Uh, they've got another machine like a bowling machine back here. They don't have running yet. Uh, but they also have concerts here. They just opened up a uh, spot right next door to them that you can walk into, and it's, like, for concerts and events. Yeah, and there's so a barrel room. Too, right? I think that's the, that's the barrel room is their concert and event room. Yeah. Uh, so cool. They had a concert here last night. I don't remember the guy's name, but they sold out of it. Uh, and it looks like if you go to their calendar, they have concerts going on every weekend. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think I think the last, they actually had a concert on Friday and Saturday yeah, night, yeah. the last two nights in a row. Yeah.
2: And, and this won't help anybody now, but... They
0: have jazz tonight. They have jazz. We are getting kicked out of here at 2.30 for yeah. jazz at 3 o'clock. So uh, uh, this place is uh, it's pretty sweet. I do like this place. Yeah. Um, I do want to mention that you can find us pretty much anywhere. Spreaker, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn. We are part of the BGN network. That is BGN.FM. We're also part of the Minnesota Podcast Network. And that has cha- their website name has changed. It used has. to be podcast MN. It is now podcast M-I-N-N.com. So, Oh. I to have to edit No, email. you're you're fine. The okay. the link works. Okay, good. It's just I think they changed to MINN because I don't I don't know. I don't know why they changed it, but they are so talking
1: about their address or their name?
0: Their their address. Oh, it's okay. still Podcast or Minnesota Podcast Network, yeah, but their website address is podcast.minn.com. That's where you can find us. All so, right. Um so let's get into, well, we have, we've had two games since we talked last, guys. We had San Jose a week ago, and then we, last night we had the Galaxy. Uh, so we're going to get into the San Jose game just a little bit. Before we get into that, uh, this year what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about the two games, previous two games that we've had. We're going to go very quickly into the game from last week. Uh, we're going to go through it, talk about it a little bit spend a little time on that one, and then we'll spend more time on the game that was last night that's more fresh in our minds.
2: Yeah, and it, ultimately, you know, two games ago, it's been spoken about and analyzed yeah, and yeah. reanalyzed, and
1: mm-hmm. And we yeah, just want to stay as yeah. current as possible, exactly. basically. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, you guys don't want to listen to too much. We'll no. give our op- brief opinions. and yeah,
0: We don't want to rehash it. Right.
2: So. And I think as the season progresses you're going to see more social media content or even written content from us about that yeah, game anyway. Exactly, so exactly. There's no reason to. No. Uh,
0: so a week ago we played San Jose, the Quakes, as they're called, uh, and we ended up uh, with a victory in that game, kind of coming off well, coming off the first game, which we all got excited about the first game of the season. We won. It was our first uh, Road victory against a Western Conference
1: Conference opponent. Yep, Yep.
0: and then we went and had a second.
2: And then we had a second.
1: So so there's a bunch of firsts. I mean, obviously, this would be you know first time they've had back to back away road victories, Mm -hmm. conference or not.
2: And I'd like to point out that the very uh, season preview episode, I guess, um, I said that the San Jose game would dictate what happened in these five games. Sure.
1: Yeah, when we were talking about I think we were predicting how many points were the yeah. lo- were were the United or the And, and, and my pick it. was
2: ten if they beat San Jose. Yeah. And you know, San Jose obviously uh, we I issued this out on, on Twitter before the game. We had never beaten them. Mm-hmm. Uh, four and losses.
1: In four tries, yeah. is that correct? Yeah. Four
2: losses and not good ones either. So I mean it was it was a big I think that was a big moment for Maybe not season-defining moment. No, I don't think season-defining. it was a big moment.
0: But they do have a new coach. They do. They're trying a new system. Yep. Uh, So I think we went into that game going, okay, kind of like the Vancouver game. Vancouver had a new coach, right? Yep. So we're going, "Ah, maybe this is a chance for us to kind of show what we got. Uh, Of course, the national media was going, well, yeah, they can beat Vancouver. Well... And if they beat San Jose, but those are two teams that are kind of in transition.
1: Here, exactly. Yeah, and, and there, th- that is something that we'll probably talk about. But yeah, you you look at the the Loons' first two opponents, um, Vancouver and San Jose. Mm-hmm. Look at them now; they've played a combined six matches with zero points to show for. Yeah. They both yeah. lost three games, yeah. including yeah. obviously the Loons beat them once each. But That's right. uh, so you know now. As we get further into this discussion, now we... You know, everybody was saying, well, now the Loons are actually playing a formidable opponent.
2: And and the big thing to point out with this, these two wins, is that we're finally beating the teams we should beat. Exactly. You know, the last two seasons, we dropped points against these teams. Right. Mm -hmm. And they... Well, Vancouver wasn't always worse than us, but San Jose was always worse than us. Yeah. Why are we losing to those? Days? Exactly. Yeah. So the fact that we've beaten them now, it's saying, okay, we've taken a step mm-hmm. in the right direction. Right. Really.
0: So the San Jose game, um, that the first goal came because of a handball in the box. Yes. And yep. so we had VAR, which yep. we talked about. We were, we were kind of messing back and forth. Yep. VAR came and said that was actually a handball
2: and it came late it was it delayed came late, yeah. came late and we Dave and I made comments about how we hate that yeah and I even if though and we even said even though it was in our favor it's still annoying. Uh, it, it's it
1: it's worse for a fan at the game, a home. Mm, yeah. Like obviously, it'd be a home fan. You know, and we this,
0: dealt with that last year. We there was did a couple games that I went it, to that the, there were things. The like that. The problem is just
1: when that happens, you're sitting in the stands. You don't know. No. Oh. You know, you might if you're watching it on TV, you might hear the announcer say, "Oh, they might look at that as the run of plays going forward." But if mm-hmm. you're sitting in the stands, you don't necessarily know,
2: and you don't even necessarily know what happened. Right. No, I mean we had a game last season where yeah, uh, Miggy had a handball yeah in the in the box, but it was
0: in the it was in the
2: opposite box. Yep. Remember, and it's it, why we didn't see it. That's well. why and we, didn't see we it. almost ended up scoring a goal. Yeah, before yeah. it finally got reviewed, and yeah. yeah, it was a complete mess. We had absolutely no idea what was going on. Well,
0: that was crazy because yeah, they were down at the other end, then all of a sudden it came back and they were shooting a penalty shot, yes. and we're going, what happened? Exactly, yeah, we don't know what happened. Um, so Darwin, of course, hits the penalty kick.
1: Right. And that, that was a big goal, just kind of a, to earmark that one. That was, you know, that was the Loon's 100th yeah. mm-hmm. MLS goal mm-hmm. scored.
2: Which, I don't know, we maybe should have looked to see where that ranks. Like, how fast it took uh, versus, say, I'd hate to see what it, how
0: fast Atlanta hit it.
2: I'd say but, it's
1: pretty slow. You know, but, I, 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 I would, I, yeah, we should have looked that up, but we didn't. I'm going to say, we can, we'll go back and look at it later. Yeah. I'm going to say it's middle of the pack.
2: Yeah. I, I would think so too, because we were never really that bad at scoring. Correct.
1: Goals. It was you know, the def- it was giving up this almost yeah. um, what, seventy goals a season. That was a right. bigger problem than goals scored.
0: I couldn't have come for a better guy than Darwin, because Darwin has kind of defined what yeah. this team can be. Although I wish it was a Darwin chip shot yeah. over the goalie. Because right. that would have been like yeah.
1: Something kind of cheeky, yeah, 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 and that and that didn't occur until the 49th minute. So mm-hmm. you know it was scoreless at half. Um, it was. It, it didn't. It felt like the loons deserved that goal, though, well, because the first half they had created a lot of chances. And let's
0: go back to why it was zero zero at the half because San Jose plays uh, a man marking Man-marking system. Becomes- which pretty much, if anybody doesn't know, it's, it's kind of like in the NBA playing man-to-man defense. Yeah. You're playing against one guy. That you are responsible for one guy on the pitch.
2: And it was weird. I mean, it's, Yeah. It's really weird to see in soccer. hmm And I, it, Tony, as you pointed out, it's kind of a gas burner.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. And it can, it, it can work to your advantage if you have good athletes yeah. who have great stamina. It can work to your advantage because the other team doesn't know what's going on. But if you have athletes and you're trying a new system, you're going to go through a lot of hiccups like San Jose has been going through right now.
2: Exactly. And I don't, you know, I highly doubt any of those players with San Jose had ever played that system before. So that probably explains why there's zero for three.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So the man marking thing was kind of of weird to look at. There was a lot of, the thing I saw from the most was there was a lot of open space. Yep. A guy well, would get past his guy, and then there it was is. open space, and it is what it is. I, and it is you I, know? I
1: think, yeah, I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, I th- think there was times where the loons were frustrated, you know, yeah. going forward. It was a little discombobulated. Yeah, definitely think, in the first half. I think you yeah. mentioned that uh, via text, and but I mean, it's not the only reason it was scoreless at half. I think real quick, I think that I got to bring up the goalkeeping, you know, Vega for yeah. San Jose. Yeah. Did he? He was outstanding he in great, that first half. Yeah, some great saves. Yep, tremendous.
2: And it and yeah, I I think I said that they were disjointed in the first half, and yeah. it, and, it, and it was it was yeah. just, and I think that's comes with the fact that El Mate is the only manager in MLS that plays that system. Yes. Yeah. So it was and, brand new. It's brand and, new to. And I want to bring players in the league.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you guys you know so Eiko Parra. You know, versus San Jose, that was his 150th MLS appearance, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't hear it. I wanted to know if you guys did you hear him getting booed by the San Jose fans yes. on yeah, the Yes, I think I heard a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is, you know, Opar was drafted by San Jose. He started yes. his career there at three years. I but,
2: expect seen less from the Bay Area. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah.
0: I. It's San Jose. Yeah. Anyway. Come on. Yeah. You're but, named I after. Mean, he def hasn't def played national.
2: there for a while. You're, which is shocking that they still would do
0: it. Your team is named after a natural disaster. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's just, come on. Uh, so the uh, second goal was actually a nice, go- was a nice? Oh, yeah. Darwin with the it. fast break kicks it over to uh, Miguel, and Miguel just nails it. You Honestly,
2: know? I think with the, considering the whole sequence, mm-hmm. how Darwin muscled off the defender, mm-hmm. the defender actually fell over Darwin is, what, 5'3"? I mean, the fact that he couldn't... I don't know. But, um, yeah, the whole sequence with that muscle-off defender just chugging down the field Mm -hmm. and uh, finding Miguel. Miguel went a little wide. It did Mm -hmm. phenomenal. Phenomenal. I think it should have been goal of the week just for the whole sequence. I, of like I completely
1: agree, and you probably saw it on Twitter. But we we went ahead and select our man of the match for that game. And I think Tony and I we both had Abara. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I couldn't help it. It was because of that goal that his yeah. second touch mm-hmm. to put it to curl it into that far corner was just beautiful. Yeah. Just and, beautiful goal.
0: And we talked about this on the pod before. Miguel doesn't get a lot of the. You know, pray I mean, he gets praise, but doesn't get a lot of the media attention like that Darwin does. Oh, right, yeah. Because Miguel is just a guy who does what he's supposed to do. Little works guy his works his ass off, and you know, and he just he makes plays like that,
1: right? Constantly. Well, he, you know, he he celebrated a birthday this week, this past did, week, as, as we're yep. recording, and uh, I did see Chad Ochocinco gave him a shout out mm-hmm. on Twitter. I thought that was kind of really? unique. Yeah, that. Chad did. Man. Yeah. He is called he him his man, or his it, yeah. favorite guy. I think
0: Ch- Chad, is, Chad is actually going to play. Last night, soccer. last night
1: he played his first game yeah. for Boca Raton FC. Yeah, actually. Boca Raton it, FC.
2: But but is is Ocho Cinco like a
1: closet Loons fan? Could be. I don't know that. I, I want mean, to find why, that out. Why
0: would he? Why would Miguel be his man? If he, otherwise? well, I I don't know. But Miguel's from where? California? Yeah. Yeah, SoCal. Yeah. Maybe. Where they, did Where did, did Miguel play college?
1: Uh, I don't think so. He didn't play college it, it, You know, I think. I, I don't think. Know that, I guess. wonder if he did. It, it, and it, it, he, it could be, but or yeah. it could just be that as Ocho Cinco, as he's getting more and more into soccer, I think he's a huge fan of soccer. Sure. Speaking, yeah, so I mean, good. he might just follow the sport and know the sport. Okay. That well, yeah.
0: Well, that's cool. Yeah, it'd be great if we could get him out to uh, Alliance Field.
1: Well, Miguel's yeah, trying. Is he really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Shot He'd buy us all a round of beer at the. Yeah, I think
1: he, he replied to Otsenko's tweet and said, "Yeah, you got to come out and check out Allianz Field yeah. and get one of the yeah. new white jerseys." He said, "So, which we'll we will see. talk
0: about in the second half of this pod." Uh, yeah. But so we go up two nil, and then the third goal was on was on a set piece. Yeah, and our our guy uh, John Gregas hits a screamer. Yeah, and then it nicks a, a Quakes player yep. and kind of fiddles into the goal and. That's that.
2: Yeah, you know, and it, this is what we've been missing mm-hmm. on set pieces. Mm-hmm. We need a guy who can put in a ball that's not only finding its man, but it just causes problems.
0: Yeah, has some has yeah. some
2: And, it, you know, if if it hadn't been nicked, there's a chance, can't remember who it was, somebody was on the back post, mm-hmm. may have gotten a piece of that too. That's what we needed. We've yep. never had that. So, um and it, that was one of the things in the scouting mm-hmm. that uh, I think Heath had brought up that they really liked about him: his okay. free kicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that wasn't even a shot, an attempt on goal. He was trying to
0: get it to a man. Get it to and a man. It yep. Went in. So and and Ross, Jan, Jan will come up in our talk about last night's game because yeah. he did something a little similar, not a set piece, but right. It was a it was a good shot. Exactly. So we end up winning this match three to nil. I think, from my standpoint, it was nice to get another victory on the road yeah. against a Western Conference team. It kind of said, hey, the first game against Vancouver was not a glitch in the system. Right. We were, were coming up. But again, like the national media, and I agree with them, you go to the power rankings and they'll go, yeah, they beat Vancouver, they beat San Jose, but they got the Galaxy coming up. This is going to kind of define the season, as Sterling, you like to say. This is going to tell us what kind of team they are.
1: And, yeah. you know, and then they made a point of saying this, you know, they made a point yesterday on the broadcast of saying how hard it is to win on the road. And that's true. And, I mean, they put it on the screen a couple times. I think in 2018, last year, there was eight teams who finished with two road victories or less. I saw that, yeah. which was And I think the number, they went up one more. They said that I think there was 12 teams that finished with three or mm-hmm. fewer. So here we sit, the Loons sit with two away victories. Mm-hmm. You know, is that it for this team? You'd like uh, to think like not, to
2: think but not. I... Yeah, you'd hope not.
1: So, I
0: think that's about it for San Jose. Yeah, I think so. 3-0. So, let's get into last night's game, because this was, like we talked about earlier, this was the game that was going to kind of define whether or not the Loons could beat a better opponent on the road. Now, I say that with a little grain of salt, because there was no... Zlatan was out. Right. And, uh, what's... Who's the other? Alessandri was out. Yep. They... DeSantos was bought out. Yep. And then they had another forward who they sold to China.
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess Dos Santos I guess. wasn't bought out. Is that. Who?
2: Yeah, Dos Santos was bought out. So they sold oh, okay. uh, Ola Camara Yeah.
1: Okay. To get money to, to buy Ola oh, Santos. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so, it, that
2: has. Well, the first two games, it came back to bite them. Yeah. They, and uh, Atura is new, he's young, he's not accustomed to it. And so he's a very different player than mm-hmm. Slayton. But um, yeah
0: they were missing pretty much their top two guys. Yeah. And and, it,
2: and I pointed out on, on Twitter that Alison Journey's scored four goals and two assists wow.
0: against us. Against yeah. So and then of course Slayton, I mean this guy, yeah. I mean he's a monster. And so he's got an Achilles problem right now. Yep. And uh, so I was kind of, when Zlatan was going to be out, I said, this should be a match. We can, we can win this game. Yeah. I mean, we should be able to win this. And we game.
2: all decided that yep. it was going to be yeah. a win. Yeah.
0: So we come to this match, and the first thing I want to say about this match was the Galaxy came out really fast and really, really hard on us. Like, they were pushing the ball. Into our third of the field, like pretty much the entire first half.
1: Yeah, and that, yeah. I kind of like I. I mean, I, if you want to look at the positives, they they kind of weathered that storm for a while. You know, I always look at you know I used to say let's make it through the first five minutes mm-hmm. and kind of ten minutes, and that number has gone up. And at least they were able to weather the storm. But
3: yeah,
0: they they were pushing it, and I, I said in text last night, I said, when you push it this fast and this hard like they're doing, you're going to have defensive breakdowns because your defense cannot stay that way forever. They can't keep doing what they're doing.
2: It, exactly. Yeah, it,
1: I think I made the one comment, and I just want to see if you guys agree. Like I made the comment of, you know, the Loons 2018 squad wouldn't have weathered that storm as no, well no. with the remade backline and midfield for that Well, matter. right.
2: I mean, they Their first chance was in the second minute. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would have been a goal had it been 2018.
1: Yeah, and I,
0: mean, I, I think that you're right, Dave. I think that last year's team would have been down by two or three within the first 30 minutes. Yep. And that would have been all she wrote. Yep. The other thing I want to say about them coming out so fast was I got a feeling that this team got pumped up because Zlayton was not going to play this week. And I think all the team kind of rallied around that whole thing of, you know, we're not just Zlayton's team.
1: Well, and in in this game this game came on the heels of uh, a 2-0 defeat. On the road to Dallas. Mm-hmm. So without Z- Zatlin as well. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, maybe they had, you know, they had a little extra motivation. They're coming back home after kind of a rough loss on the road to Dallas.
0: I think they're coming back. I think they're coming. Uh, before we get really far into the game, I want to know when Chris Pontius went from doing uh, Jackass to being a
1: soccer player. Yeah, I, I, I kept, I kept thinking the same thing. I mean, I, I don't, you know, the, when you look at the rosters of some of these MLS clubs, I, I don't know everybody, but that name yeah, definitely know, sticks out, like, and it's not because Chris, I've been, I haven't been following his career. It's yeah. because I know that name. That's, Pontius, that's, a, that's a good point. What there? You know, one thing before we dive. Too far into the game itself is we should definitely bring up is uh, you know the fact that uh, Adrian Heath did not make the trip to LA and uh, due to illness. So I mean it was kind of a rough week for him. It
2: sounds like it might have been a bit. More emergency than yeah. well, made it Yeah, up, and know.
1: who knows how these things come up. I know he had to get a root canal done, performed, so Ooh. that's that's never fun. I think he did that on Tuesday. Ooh. And uh, I I, it, I think it just depends on how it goes. I remember way back, um, I had my wisdom teeth taken out. And I know for a lot of people, it's no big deal. But for me, I did end up getting sick, and the pain really mm-hmm. knocked me out for a couple days. So, I mean, I guess it just depends on how it goes. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe that's the case. But you could tell they missed... Adrian last night, and of course, we're going to talk about that, yeah. because there was definitely a, a difference of ways of coaching between yeah. him cool. and uh, Watson that, like, night and day.
2: Yeah, and so, if I may, what? I would like to point out the, the man of this match, not the, I don't mean man of the match, mm-hmm. I mean, just the man that defined this match. Mm-hmm. Rasmus, sure. I mean, he yeah. was a an utter train wreck he the was. entire game. He was. And, it, and I pointed out to you guys, obviously, on the text uh, last night, but also before the podcast, he was like a train He was like a, a really bad accident that you couldn't look away from. Mm-hmm. And it, I was showing you guys my nose. And, I mean, it's literally third minute, fourth minute, sixth minute, ninth minute, 13th minute, uh, 17th minute. It goes on and on. It's like every few minutes I cannot stop watching him be out of position, make a poor pass, uh, just be behind the game Mm -hmm. by, like, two steps. I mean, it was just – our left side
0: was awful. Well, and I made the comment that he must have whiplash today because he was turning around so much. And – they were. You could tell they were exploiting that side
3: of the pitch.
2: Yeah, I, I pointed out in our text last night that they'd go to our right, and they'd kind of get bogged down, and they'd just immediately rotated to the left, and there was their opportunities. It's
0: like a like a fast lane. It's I could like, yeah. I
1: is. could sit here and look at uh, you know the one we we don't get. Into the Audi Index too much anymore, but uh, I could go th- down the list of all the negatives that he actually ended up with a positive result in that Audi Index of sixty-eight, which we all know is extremely low. But I mean, the list of like unsuccessful passes, aerials lost, fouls committed, challenges lost—I mean, there's a lot of negatives there. Yeah, yeah but and he sometimes that doesn't even tell the whole story, right, I you think know. And I,
2: I pointed out that uh, well, Efler Resoluto pointed out uh, that he had he had some. Very positive recoveries, mm-hmm. and I think it, I think Lunum said it was ten. Mm-hmm. And it, my argument with that was, you don't want him to have that many recoveries. Recoveries no. are obviously when they lose possession, and then he's the guy that gets, it gets back. possession back. Yeah. And it, for me, if you're, if your winger is getting that many recoveries you got to ask yourself, where is it happening? Mm -hmm. Where are they losing possession to begin with? And where is he getting the recovery back? Now, I didn't get to actually look. Uh, MLS Chalkboard has that. I didn't get a chance this morning to look. But, to me, the major recoveries generally happen in the middle of the field. So, I'm going to bet, and I don't know this, and maybe somebody can prove us wrong, but I'm gonna bet we lost possession on the left, and it, he ended up being too far inside and recovered because <laughs> he was always out of position. He was, he was. So that I mean, that's a problem against Vancouver, against San Jose. It's not broken, no. Against a better opponent, it's broken. And I think against Red Bull,
0: it's gonna be. We're gonna broken. see a
2: different. Well,
0: and like I said before the pod, um, he looks, and, and through text too, he looks almost like he's thinking too much when he's doing his what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's almost like he's thinking about what he should be doing instead of letting it come to him naturally. And he almost looks robotic to me. It, it, it's like he doesn't fit with all the other guys on the on the pitch anymore.
1: Yeah. So right. you know, so you know, they've said it three times: if it ain't broke, don't fix it. This is the third time third game of the year third time they've had the same formation same lineup Um, you know is it just is it it now because of what we're talking about here is just a matter of waiting for players to heal like Finley
2: I I mean I think it is because you you have an issue where Angelo hadn't been fit for the first game at least Uh, and then now you have that issue with him where Romario offers similar things and we're probably going to get into this in a second, too. Um, but he's faster than
1: Romario. And you notice that. You've noticed that in all three yeah. games. Yeah. The and speed so, of Romario is impressive. And
2: then you have Finley. Molino, I don't think, is anywhere near being ready. No. Um, so Finley is that next guy up who makes immediate impact as soon as he comes on the pitch. Mm. Oh, so does. I
1: guess, yeah, so, yeah. The, so that might be our choice or... Your choice, at least of, of who could possibly replace Finley. So the question is, can they going? You know, as the season progresses here, at least in the next month or two, can can they stick with the same? You know, four, two, three, one formation. Should they?
2: Hmm. You know, it's hard to say. Uh, you know, we we talked about this between ourselves already. Uh, when Angelo, came, well, when Finley came in, they switched to the four three three. The dynamic changed. Then Angelo came in, and the dynamic changed even more because the hold-up play with Angelo was amazing. I mean, all of a sudden, those goal kicks from Vito Mm -hmm. were landing at his feet, and he was muscling off the defender, Mm -hmm. and it, it was changing the way we played the game. It was. And it you know, obviously, you're, you're limited on what you can do. Mm. So you have to make a decision on who you're going to have out there. You know, I, I think Finley is a fantastic game changer. I think he's going to end up being a super sub for a while. In my opinion, you have to get Angelo in there to start and get Mario out on the edge. Sure. But, yeah, we're it's going to be interesting to see how we play against Red Bull because it's... You're getting these competing for spots now where players are healthy and they want minutes. They probably deserve minutes. Yeah, it's going to be interesting.
0: But we digress because we should really get into what exactly happened in this game. Yes. So, like I talked earlier, they came out really fast and they're getting the third. And there was, I mean, the, the possession time was ridiculous at half it was sixty five thirty five. Yeah. So we had uh,
1: and that's actually how it ended. Like it ended yeah, sixty two to thirty eight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: We had a penalty penalty kick score due to Alonzo's foul in the box.
1: Yeah,
2: I, I kind of joked that this was like the process of the catch mm-hmm. type call mm-hmm. because it was and they even mentioned this on the podcast, it was kind of was it a foul? Was he in the process of getting in front, and it, it just kind of happened? It, yeah. it was a
1: tough one because yeah. it did happen. Well, I mean, I, th- I mean, I agree it was a PK. Yeah, I yeah. think it was a it was certainly a foul. I mean, I don't know that you'd call it te- intentional, just how it happened. But, but it wasn't intentional, but it happened. Yeah. It I happened. mean, he was clearly fouled. Yeah, the but it,
0: the thing was, uh, for me, it was we gave up a, 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 a foul in the box, gave a penalty kick, and. When we were with kind of holding back their their attack, this penalty kick kind of let the air out of the whole thing because we were holding it. We were holding them back, holding them back, holding back, yep. and then they get the penalty kick, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Now they're going to pretty much get a free goal, right? And it's kind of just let let everybody down a little
1: bit. Yeah, and yes. I think the one thing I was I remember thinking at the time is, um, you know, they were they were down on the road against Vancouver early mm-hmm. earlier than this, and I you know, and and I said, well. They, they 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 came back in that game. So when it first happened, even though it was kind of a rough game possession wise, and yeah. what you know, I thought, well, you know, maybe 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 they're okay here.
0: Well, it being down one nil wasn't as bad as it was last year, but even this year, with the amount of pressure they're putting on our defense, I was yeah. waiting for it to break.
2: Yeah, and it, you know, we couldn't get behind their defense, mm-hmm. which again, I'm going to point out. That has a lot to do with Rasmus Schuller. Yep. We had no offense on the left side. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that much pressure, there should be chances to counter, which is not how a 4-2-3-1 should play. No. But, you, you know, you make do. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't do anything because we lost half our offense. We did. And it, what hurt more is that pressure... Also, was keeping Kelvo and uh, Mettonier back. Yes. And it wasn't helping, it wasn't allowing them to overlap with Miguel or Schubert mm-hmm. as much as they would like. It, it was just, I mean, LA clearly watched the film. Of course they did. And they saw how we beat Vancouver and they saw how we beat San Jose. And they said, okay, this is how we're going to combat it. And they did exactly what every team should do. Mm hmm. Now, it's up to Heath to figure out how to counter that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're down 1-0. And what was Did they score another goal before half?
1: Yeah, it didn't take long. Pontius. In the the 41st minute.
0: Jackass superstar Chris Pontius scores a goal. And I don't – I'm trying to think if I remember how that goal was scored. Do you guys have some notes on that one?
2: So – this was um, it, they, it was they, really great movement around the box, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was kind of a off the chest. It oh,
1: was yeah, it was yeah a that cr- one, across yeah. A across across came in from and, the yeah. right side, and it uh, went off his chest. And, and you
2: know, this one's interesting. Uh, but Calvo kind of let him, or let uh, sorry notes here. Calvo kind of let. Um, let Felcher mm-hmm. open on the left side, and it you know I would say you can you can pin this on Calvo because he gave such an open area for Felcher to put the ball, but Opara kind of let Pontius in, yes, and it, I mean
1: yeah I just kind of I kind of it was a mess mindless from the goal I just I I had mentioned that there was a lot of traffic in the box but yeah. nobody had marked him.
2: No, yeah, you know, anybody. So it, he anybody. And the lost. worst thing is is Pontius kind of started. Well, mm-hmm. it was Botang past Pontius. And had had um, Opara and Boxel pressured him better, mm-hmm. the ball wouldn't have gone back out to Felcher. Sure. But then once the ball went out, then Opara just watched uh, Pontius go back inside. Yeah. So that's what happened. I mean, it, it was kind of a breakdown what you – you know, it's what you don't want to see for goals. That's so
0: we go into the half 2-0, down. Yes. Yep. Again, last year, that would have been pretty, the, pretty much the death knell of our team. You know, we're down 2-0. Oh, no, that's, that's not This year with new guys in the roster, we still got a shot. And we kind of proved that in the second half.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we uh, Jan proved that there's another reason. Why we got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And that's a, you men, mentioned this earlier. Yeah. And it he had a really great strike mm-hmm. uh, from well outside the box. It's
0: like a knuckle puck.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, I forget their goalie's name, he knuckled it. I yeah. Mean, he didn't actually try to save it.
0: Mm-hmm. And it
2: bounced off and went in. It did. Uh, but this is a big thing for us. I think Kendra mentioned it. We've never had this type of midfielder on the roster before. Why that's important is it makes defenses respect Mm -hmm. outside shots. It opens up the box because defenses have to apply pressure now to a midfielder, specifically Jan, who's pushing forward, but he's still... You know, ten yards outside the box, mm-hmm. yeah. and and so that opens lanes up inside the box for our t- for our main attacking players. Yeah. And that's that's a big thing. Yeah.
1: So, so in that that Gregus's goal happened in the seventy fifth minute, and there was actually you know so a lot happened leading up to that. The balloons made their first sub in the sixty fifth minute. I mean, we were talking about a, li- a little bit about this. Maybe was it too late? Um, but that's when they brought in Finley, Finley for yeah. Schuler, and then and then then that then that followed with. Uh, Angelo Rodriguez coming in from Romario, and then in the 74th minute, up before that goal, uh, Abu Dhammadi actually came in to replace Miggy. And they
0: were, and I think what Watson was doing there was he was just shaking everything up. Yeah. And saying we need to shake everything. Up. We just need to get more guy. We get and more people out. More attackers. More attackers need to go go just forward. Go. Just go for it.
2: And it, you know, and it worked. It it almost was successful. mm Hmm. You know, I, I mentioned, obviously, uh, Atura ended up having his the third goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, honestly, I, I mentioned if we had four minutes, we mm-hmm. had a chance. Yeah. And we actually had two chances in that four minutes. We did. And, and it, that's possible.
0: We did have a great, the next goal we had was Menari with a great pass into the box. Yep. Then Lottie had a great header. Yep. That was deflected. Yep. Or actually, it was off. It was off the bar. It was sidebar. Yep. And then uh, Angelo came and finished it
1: off, yeah.
0: and hurt himself in the process.
2: Which I, th- it looked like he got over. I, th- I, I hope I think he, did. he got stepped on.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think he was severely limping. But I mean, that, that I think. As the game continued towards the end, I think he was yeah. okay. I mean, yeah. we'll find out. It certainly doesn't help when you're talking about a player who's, you know, coming back into fitness, though, no. to, to get any exactly. kind of setback is not a good thing. We don't so need that. We'll have to follow that one. But uh, he may not crack the starting lineup as yeah. soon as uh, some of us might want yeah. him to, although that's a whole other topic.
0: And him. we would have had I, th- – you're right, Dave. I think we would have had a chance if we had – we had four minutes – they did yep. tack on another minute because of uh, cramping, cramping issues. quote-unquote. Cramping. cramping air quotes. Yes. Dr. Which
2: Evil's was, air quotes.
0: And it was hilarious. At the end of the game, did you see the end of the game when the game was over? Uh, Monone was talking yeah. to officials going, hey, you should have added more time on for that. Yeah. That was ridiculous. And they are like, well, "You know," whatever. And it, they didn't give us a minute.
2: They actually no. only gave us 54 seconds. 54 seconds,
0: seconds yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, I do want to say, bring up Monone's name. He had, I know we gave up three goals, but They're he had a fantastic game. He did it. They were he, on our defense. I, I don't blame
2: absolutely. him for
1: that. Absolutely. And then one, one of them, of course, the first was the PK. The PK. You know, those are hard to save. But
0: he made some great saves out of the box and his hands. I mean, extending those hands in on that one kick, I, he the full extension, grabbed it, didn't deflect it, just grabbed it. Yep. And then there was another one, I'm trying to think who it was for the Quakes, came up in the kind of the corner of the box there. And he displayed himself out and just kind of pushed it away. Um, yep. he had he had a great game. I don't know if Bobby could have weathered the storm as much as:
2: yeah, you he know could. Uh, Jeff Reuter pointed this out on Twitter this morning or last night it might have been I saw it this morning um, of how he's so good at retaining his saves mm-hmm. and I didn't read anything more than that tweet, so I don't know if. He actually maybe went into depth about what that was. Sure. But yeah, that's something that Bobby didn't do. He no. Bobby <laughs> swatted at it or he'd punch it or Yeah. yeah. And it Minone actually
0: retains his saves, which is huge. He's got big mitts, man. He's got okay. huge hands.
2: And it they look like it looks like he's wearing tar. I
0: know. Yeah. That where incredible. he extended that one, where it came across the box yeah. and he extended, it, I was like, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's
2: fantastic. That's great. It's a positive for us.
0: It's a good thing, you know. Um, so we came in this game with a lot of hype, a lot of uh, you know, we could win this game, and we come out going, maybe the national pundits were right. Yeah. Maybe we are good enough now to beat teams we should beat. Right. But not the top tier teams, right.
1: and 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 we. I, I mean, going into it, I, as they had two wins under their belt already, mm-hmm. and I mean, just you know the, the absences like Ibrahimovic, you mm-hmm. know that's a big deal, you know since he came to the LA Galaxy when he's on, when he's off, when he's not playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was a combined. I think I had it written down here somewhere, but uh, like call it since he started when without him in a thousand minutes they average one goal per game or yep. one goal per 90 mm-hmm. when he's on the field in uh, a little over a little under 2400 minutes they average 2.1 goals per 90 or goals per game That's so him. he may he can make a significant difference and then I think you brought this up in, on Twitter Alison Drini he's kind of been the thorn in the series against the, against the yep. loons because mm-hmm. he's had four goals to assist so those two pieces out you, you thought well we, here we go we have a chance.
0: So, in closing out this game, guys, I, what does this game say to you about the year so far?
2: Well, you know, I think it, we, we have to take what it says with a grain of salt. Or I should say we have to take its result with a grain of salt. Sure. Uh, being that, yeah, maybe they're a better team than us, but we were on the road. Yeah, we so, were. So, as Dave pointed out earlier, Eight teams had two or fewer road wins last year. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a big, big step because yes. it doesn't matter if you're playing really good teams or really bad teams. You're on the road. You're in a, an environment that you're not used to. The, the crowd, even the smallest of crowds, are still against their – or still with their home team. I mean, look, we lost to potentially a better team. But it's on the road. It's on the road. I don't. Yeah. I don't take anything more from it than we had a three-two game mm-hmm. on the road. It could have been last a lot, year. Lot would worse. have been probably four-one. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so I, I think for me, it is what it is. We have six points in three games. But I'm fine with that.
0: Flip it yeah. to if we were at home for this game. I think we win this game. I would agree with that because I think the home crowd gives us a stance. I do want to bring up the fact that last night, uh, Heath was out. And you could tell that the players miss Heath. And, and I think Heath is kind of a hes kind of a guy. He's on the sidelines. You were saying he's out kind of in the, uh, the yeah, box. Yeah, he's in the technical, technical, area, technical area. He's he's area. getting at him. He's, he's yelling, yelling, at him. He yelling. Watson did none of that. He sat in his chair the whole time, pretty yeah. much. And I kind of made the comment. I said, can we get one of those little... Uh, medical machines with the doctor yeah, yeah. that they have. Can we get Keith on like the little iPad and put him out there, right, in the in box there and have him yelling at the guys? I mean, because I think that's what they needed last it, night. It's
1: interesting, you know, because then they interviewed him before the game started, and he and he his simple answer was, "Well, the game plan isn't changing." You know, no, it's not. The, you know their practices. Nothing changed in, the, in how they were going to attack exactly. LA, the LA Galaxy, and the plan was going to be the same. So I kind of felt like he he felt like his job was going to be easy. No, well we're just we're still using his plan. Yeah, no. I'm just there. Uh, you know, pulling the strings, but the yeah, problem. You know, that's uh, a problem,
2: the problem, though. Yeah, the the issue with being in your seat and not being out in the yeah. technical area. I, I think I brought this up on our text. It was. When you're having an issue, there's tons of pressure. There's tons of pressure. And you're mm-hmm. getting pushed back. If your manager is out yelling, you know, yelling stuff at you, trying to push you forward, mm-hmm. trying to change up how it's working, mm-hmm. you might actually change it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But if you're just sitting in your seat, it's not going to matter. It's hanging gonna, back. Yeah. And it, so for me, and I, I think this opinion may ruffle some feathers because there are a lot of anti people. There are. I think this game really showed that these players like Adrian Heath being there. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, a lot of people don't like how he manages. He's a little blunt. He's a little – he says some stuff in public that probably should be kept private. Mm -hmm. But it's still, I think, kind of a good example of how the management style might actually work.
0: Yeah. We saw that. I mean, mean, it's a small sample size, but maybe a manager like – Watson, who's kind of a laid-back type of kind of let everything come to him, and he doesn't get too riled up. I mean, that's not good for this team. This team needs somebody like Heath to kind of be like on yeah. him all the time, saying get here, get there, move up, move I mean, yeah, that type of thing. It's possible. And I, I did miss that last night. I missed seeing Heath kind of out there doing his, yeah. you know, getting mad and getting whatever. And,
2: you know, and I, I think what's interesting is how you see Adrian Heath after games, I mean, even in a win, he's he's negative. Right? Of course he is. Um, and so, for me, you can just imagine how a bad half mm-hmm. dictates what he's like in the locker room. Oh, yeah. I mean, I bet he's just like explosion. I mean, he's, he's like... He's
0: a fire. Yeah.
2: You know, he's a volcano, mm-hmm. probably. And I don't think Watson's probably like that. No, I would say the second half, they responded. Yes,
0: can we can we go can we back can we, can we go back to the, at halftime because I was gonna text these guys last night but I forgot about it. You guys seen the movie Waterboy? Yeah, of course. Okay, so Henry Winkler when they don't have Bi Boucher in that that final game, yeah. he's in the locker room. Guys, have any ideas? Anybody? He's kind of sitting back. I can see Wassa doing that in the locker room yesterday. Going, guys, have any ideas? Anybody have any ideas I yeah, we can mean, win this game? Huh? huh? You know,
2: and I don't want to disparage the guy, but well, yeah, I think I, I agree. I'm sure he's with a you. good guy, yeah.
0: but maybe being the head coach of this team is. Not what he's meant to be, right? You know, and
2: players respond differently to all types of advantages. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that these this, these players have probably gotten used to Adrian mm-hmm. Heath's oh, yeah, style. Yeah. Uh You know, whether we like it or anyone else likes it is beside the point. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think I think there were signs that show Adrian Heath
0: was missed. It was, yeah. I think so. So, Stevens, any? I mean. After one loss,
2: yeah,
1: two I mean, and one
0: now. Anything to take off of that? Yeah, I, mean, I just,
1: I mean, I know. I, I think at halftime when it was two nothing, I just, I wrote down. Is it, is it panic mode now? Are we in? Pa- yeah. Are we panicking? And I mean, the short answer is no. You know, three games played on the road, mm-hmm. they came away with two victories. Um, so, I just general feeling after, you know, it's the it's first loss. We should be so lucky. We're sitting here after three games and we've only had one loss. So, yeah. Um, no, I, so the answer to that is no, I don't think it's panic mode quite yet. Um, what I say is you should. And, you and should. we're not trying to make excuses. I know no. when we're talking about Heath, we're not trying to make an excuse, but we're, we're looking back and trying to figure out why, you know, what changed, what, what could they do better. I mean, certainly it's not an excuse, but maybe it's a reason. I do like how they came back. They made a game of it. After they were down 2 yep. uh, really they really easily could have laid down. We saw that so many times last year. And just the fact that they kind of battled right to the very end, ended up losing it by one goal. Yep. You know, they games like this last year, they lost by four goals, they five did. goals early on in the season. Uh, that didn't happen in this game. So, I mean, if you're trying to be an optimist, I think you can look at the end of the game and say, well, there's things that this team can do now. Yep.
0: Well. My closing comment on last night's game was: We should celebrate the fact they won the first two games of the season. Exactly, and let's not go out of control here. They still have six points,
2: and they're not last place. They're not last no. place. In fact, so. they're. Well, Dave and we're going we'll to move that. into
0: that. So another new thing we're going to bring to the podcast this year, guys, is after we talk about the last two games, we're going to go to uh, Dave Stevens. He's going to tell us about where we're at in the standings right now, and uh, talk a little bit around the league just briefly, and then get in talk about the next two games upcoming that we'll talk about on the next podcast. So... David? yeah
1: okay yeah no I think it's I think it's a good idea to do this just um, like as we sit here right now we're you know we're halfway into match day three there's still five games left on the slate for today as we record this but uh, you know it'll be interesting to see see where they stand week by week by week and how mm-hmm. that changes I know and it's kind of fun to look back at you can we'll graph it and you can look at their position in the standings week by week but yep. uh, no as we as we touched on um, the the loons actually sit uh, fourth fourth in the table you know we said they had six points after three away matches so they're sitting sitting in good shape I mean I think we all agree if they fin- if this is the way they finish we'd be extremely happy <laughs> yes. but uh yes. no yeah I think so yeah they sit in fourth um they're behind Seattle Houston and LAFC I think so looking at that I think other than I would call the fact that Minnesota's sitting in fourth I'd call that a surprise especially after uh, the victories on the road but uh, I think a bigger surprise. Uh, might be not that seattle's in first place uh at the end of the season if that's the case not a shocker but uh, seattle's a team that's been notorious for starting slow well they've done anything but start slow in fact they've they're they're in first because they have nine points they have three victories uh one came against fc cincinnati um but they're looking very strong regardless um I guess, you know, looking at the table, you know, is there maybe another surprise or what's gonna change as we talk about it? I think, you know, sporting KC actually sitting an eighth out of the playoffs as we speak right now, I don't think that's gonna That's not gonna stay that's that not way. gonna last no. too much longer. They're starting to kinda get their form. And then uh, Real Salt Lake, they're actually in that seventh and final spot. we touched on it, but there's seven playoff spots this year in each conference. Um, however, if you look at Real Salt Lake, they might be fading. They, I don't know if you watched any of the game last night, but they actually ended up losing 5 to nothing against D.C. United. Uh, Wayne Rooney oh. had a hat trick. Hat trick, yeah. Um, and uh, not the way you want to finish a game. They actually finished with nine players. Uh, yeah, so what? I didn't not, see that. Yeah, they uh, no, that Rooney completed his hat trick, and uh, but at that point, Real Salt Lake was down to ten players. But then, yeah, another red card. Uh, wheels, wheels fell off. Another off red the card. They finished with nine. So um, yeah, so LA Galaxy with their victory against the Loons, actually, they're sitting there at six points with two victories as well. Nice. Even though, like we, they you know they FC Dallas who were sitting in six, they last week had beat LA Galaxy. Um, But uh, here come the galaxy, we'll see, and I think a lot of that... Galaxy's fate, I think they were your pick to win the conference, weren't they? They were. So, and that very well could be the case. Uh, we'll see when Ibrahimovic comes back. Alice Sidrini It saw. all depends. So, and you know, and then I have to I do. If we're going to talk about the, the table here, the other things I want to point, and I pointed out earlier, I don't see a lot changing at the bottom. You know, Vancouver and San Jose sit at the bottom with no points. They suck. You know, followed by Portland and Colorado with one point. So,
2: I, I would say Portland's kind of a shock.
1: Yeah. that they're that they only they, have the one yeah 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 so i mean there, there's a little bit of surprises here i mean i think if, like our our i think the volatility mm-hmm. of the standings after 3 weeks is it's a little high because things are going to change yeah, i mean okay. looking at it there's teams are going to shift in and out be below that 7th uh, place line but we'll just have to see how it goes but uh, if we and then going over to the east real quick Um, There's a couple surprises for me here. D.C. United, I mentioned their 5-0 victory over Real Salt Lake. They're sitting on top um, with seven points tied and three games played. So I should point out there are a few teams that haven't played the full three games yet. But, uh, yeah, D.C. United, Columbus, Montreal, and the Red Bulls are in fourth. And I think the surprise there is Montreal. Yeah. Um, The fact that they're playing very well. They're looking pretty good.
0: I interject a little bit today. I think the surprise in the East is the fact that Atlanta...
1: Well, yeah, I was going to bring that up as I got and further they play down. A day, so. yeah. They do play today, um, but that's one of the scores, as we look back towards last week, that kind of stands out. Atlanta, they, they're sitting with one victory. Um, yeah. or no, I'm sorry. No victories, yeah. one draw. They, they have one point. Yeah. Yet to play today, of course. And of
0: course, they played in the... What are they playing in? The Champions League. The Champions League. Uh, the
2: Champions League. Yeah. So, I mean, so you could argue they were... Yeah. A little tired, a little stretched.
1: They have a new manager too, and yeah. they, they haven't an experienced that playing in the champions Champions League. They have more matches to deal with, more to play. But uh, the one thing about that was they uh, FC Cincinnati, who also sit with one point, the, but FC Cincinnati got their first point in Atlanta.
0: Exactly right in which hostile is, territory, which is
1: crazy. And that that happened last week, so that, that was a bit, it was a late goal too. It was a beautiful goal, but they tied it up and. Um, you thought Atlanta was just going to take off at home. They um, they had, an, you know, Martinez had an early goal, and you thought, oh, here they go. But no, they uh, credit to FC Cincinnati. They held in there and got their first point. So that that's something to look at um, going forward. So
0: so we have uh, the next two weeks here, Dave. We've got
1: yeah. So next week is what? Next week we have a bye bye week. So yep. which is good because actually, you know, the next game we. have I'll mention the U.S. plays Ecuador on Tuesday because right. it's uh, international call-ups this week, mm-hmm. and uh, the, which is a good thing. This buy happens this coming week because yep. the Loons have a total of, I believe, five players called up.
2: Yeah, Schuler, uh Calvo,
1: Boxel, and, and Romario and Oh, a Metnir. Yeah. So that's five. Yeah. So that so that buy happens at the perfect time, and we've mentioned this before the pod, but uh, they'll. The MLS teams do have some say in when they want their buys, so obviously, with five players call up for international duty, it would make sense to request a, you know, a bye week during these international call up yes. weeks. Um, so the the downside, I guess, is you, you might ask why wouldn't all the teams, you know, favor these days. Well, the downside is it's it's going to mean a busier schedule as we get into the summer. You're going to see more Wednesday. Saturday type weeks. Yeah,
0: I saw that on the schedule. The, the
1: three games in ten days, we're going to see that a few mm-hmm. times, and and that's just be because of the condensed schedule this year. Yeah, and yeah, like I said, when you decide to take your buys, so
2: right. But you know, five of the okay, five players, and they're all starters. Yep, and three of them are on the back line. Yeah, I mean, we could. Be, the fact that we've got a buy this week is thank God. Phenomenal. Thank God. <laughs> God. I mean, it would have been. You, you would say it's going to be – it would have been Manley coming back. Uh-huh. It would have been – uh well, we're lucky because we would have had Kalman. Yeah, got who, Kalman, yeah. who is a very good center back. Yeah. But then we would have had Gasper mm-hmm. probably. I mean, maybe Miller mm-hmm. um, on the left. So, yeah, I mean – Would have been bad. Not to mention the fact that we lose – Greg is up in yeah. front, so we would have had probably Schuler switch to the middle, which oh. might have been okay. Actually, oh. I guess. Uh, yeah, you know this this buy was a really good time. Yeah.
0: So we would yep. buy this week. Who yep. do we have uh, in two weeks?
1: Yeah, so I guess it would be two weeks. Uh, as of yesterday, um, they're on the road again. Um, the fourth of five road games. They're out in New England to take on the Revolution. Mm. And uh, if you want to scout, I, the, the Revolution actually play uh, Toronto tonight. Okay. So we'll see how they do. But, um, and what are
2: they doing right now?
1: They're They're... They haven't looked good recently. Um, I know they lost their last game. They, they, have, they have one point yeah, in, in their two played. Okay. They had a kind of an ugly-looking loss last week. They haven't looked sharp. That, that was my thoughts last week when I watched them play last, was mm-hmm. they aren't looking sharp. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, see what they do tonight against Toronto. But, uh, yeah, so it's not the most daunting game, but, again, we talked about how difficult it is to win yeah. on the road. So that'll be no different. I mean,
2: that was my third victory. In my estimated,
1: yeah I, think, yeah, I think, yeah, I had them at seven points after five games, which is I, which is still a possibility. But I think I had them beating, drawing Vancouver, beating San Jose, losing to Galaxy, beating the Revs, and losing to the Red Bull. So then that. T- so it's New England, and then I just mentioned that their fifth and final road game before they open up Allianz on the 13th of April is a visit to uh, New York to take on the Red Bulls on the 6th of April.
0: Yeah, yeah. and we'll get into that match uh, in two weeks in our next podcast because I think that'll be, depending on what happens in the England game, that'll kind of say yeah. how our points are going to be coming into right. Allianz field. Yep. But I think at this point we can all feel good about six points.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. yep. So. Without doubt.
0: Um, with that said, guys, I think we're taking a little break here. We're going to come back after the break. We're going to talk a little FC Madison. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk some other stuff, uh, Allianz Field stuff, uh, our next podcast, uh, and some uh, mob talk. Yeah. Yeah, a little mob talk.
2: You got to have mafia.
0: got have mafia talk yeah. for our listeners who aren't soccer fans. You can just fast forward to the end of the podcast, we can talk about the mafia. Yeah.
2: So, of course, uh, they should have been told that at the beginning.
0: But, well, I made them listen yeah. to all this stuff. But yeah, maybe they'll come, to soccer fans, because yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're back here from Fifty Six Brewing in a couple minutes. In Northeast Minneapolis. I want to give a shout-out again to Tyler for letting us come out here and Danielle, who has been our uh, beer tender. Uh, before that, I will say that a little small story. Before the podcast started, they were having problems with their um, speaker system here. And uh, we kind of helped. I didn't really help out, but uh, Dave and Dave did it
1: was helped mainly David who helped.
0: Yeah, helped him out the speaker system, and you know,
2: one of the random times that my knowledge of sound equipment actually comes in handy. Yeah,
1: I, I was able nice. to verify that the Bluetooth was indeed connected, and that part of it was Good working. Job. But once Good we job. got to the mixing, I was a little bit uh, out of my element.
0: Um, I didn't mention this at the beginning, but Fifty Six Brewing has been available in stores for a while now. Um, I've had their beer before in stores; they're in cans and stores. I'm actually drinking their Northeast Nectar, which is a Honey Wheat Ale, which I've had in cans from uh, your local liquor store. Um, And it's it's a Honey Wheat Ale. I mean, there's nothing more to say about it. It's good. It's poundable. I like it. Yeah. What did you guys end up getting again?
1: I I went with the uh, Nose Hair Bender. Cool. And that's a, uh, it's an IPA. It's actually a New England IPA, and it's uh, unique in, in the sense that, well, first of all, I don't drink a lot of IPAs, but uh, you know, this one is dry hopped, and I can definitely tell. It, uh, but on top of that, it just has a very citrusy aroma, uh, oranges specifically. Um,
0: and for listeners who don't know, uh, Dave Stevens is technically from New
1: England. Technically, I am, He is yes. from yes. Vermont. Yes. I, born and raised. Yes. Yeah.
0: He's a Vermontian. Yes. He's not really one of us. I'm no. just kidding. He's. he's one I'm one of us now that I've lived here
1: for what twenty yeah, 80 you're, years. Yeah, you're one of like us. That.
0: You're no. You're not a New Englander. I don't even think you're New England anymore. I mean, no, yeah, no. So uh, Sterling, what'd you get?
2: I've got the uh, the number ten tap series, which, which is, is a IPA. tart IPA. Mm. Uh, it's sour IPA, and it, honestly, it, it tastes like orange juice.
0: They didn't really tell you what's in it. It's more of a yeah. They system. don't. Dry hop with citron and laurel, and it's a collaboration to be they're revealed. Another collaboration to be revealed on April twentieth in the Tap Room.
2: Yeah, I, mm. I think it's it's very good.
0: And there, it looks like they're releasing it in stores, sixteen ounce yeah, cans.
2: I'd you highly know. recommend it. It's it tastes a lot like like I said, a lot like orange juice. Um, it's got a nice little tart yeah. kick at the beginning, and
0: it's pretty smooth. So once again, thanks, for Brewing, Tyler, Danielle, guys, come on out. Um, Unlike previous tap rooms we've been in, this place has not only, you know, board games, but has pinball. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: I mean... And I took a picture of it, so the Instagram... Speed will have it. yeah
1: yeah my first impression when we walked right through the front door I thought oh this is kind of this is a little smaller than maybe what we've been used mm-hmm. to but actually it's not in the sense that it has that whole upper level it does and yeah. their uh, brewing area is also massive yeah. too so the it's, building itself is not small yeah, it's yeah.
2: very deceiving
1: and the other thing and I can see just looking outside and I mean, we've been saying this for the last few months but it does look like they have a rather large patio that mm-hmm. actually bends around the building yeah. so yeah. you know it's just another place that we can see I can't wait to see it what it looks which, like in yeah. the summer you know <laughs> which uh, might come.
2: Soon. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's supposed to be sixty on Saturday. I know. And
1: I think the here in Minneapolis we lost uh, I think fifty percent of the more than that. Oh, more than fifty yeah, percent of the total yeah. snow. Yeah. So, yeah, we
0: only have maybe three inches on the ground
2: at yeah. our
1: house. Oh, wow. Well, I got okay. more
0: than that. Oh, okay, I've got at least six or seven still. Oh, wow. Uh, but I, I want to give a shout out to John Andruski. Who every time we bring up the home opener, keeps saying we're gonna have a damn blizzard. Oh yeah, on the opener.
2: I'm gonna punch him if we have. A
0: yeah, I, I'm gonna punch him. Right I mean, in I the don't face.
2: mind, but I'm gonna punch him. Yeah. Going to. I mean, we're going to be under the canopy. doesn't yeah. matter. You just yeah. love
1: it, though. We're s- sitting here a month away, or just a, un- just about a month, maybe even under a month now. Technically, you we don't know. It could be there. It could be a blizzard. Well, or it could be <laughs> yeah. seventy five degrees.
0: Last year on April thirteenth, we had a blizzard. Yes. We did. Yeah. And we had we had postponed the podcast when we first started this podcast. We postponed because of this blizzard. Right. It was a,
1: yeah, it was a mm-hmm. bad one. I mean, in years past, not last year, but in years past, I was already golfing by now, by this weekend. Oh, yeah. I was on, well, out I on the golf course. So you just never know what we're going to get. Ridiculous. So. Well,
2: when I was in Colorado, I was golfing in January. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So uh, we want to talk in this part about FC Madison.
3: Yeah.
0: Before we get into them a little bit, I wanted to mention that FC Madison – Following in our footsteps now has a podcast. Our footsteps or Loons' footsteps? I think our footsteps. Okay. I'm not going to say the Loons because they have their own podcast. That's true. But you know, FC Manson's doing things a little differently because they're lower league and they're doing things that kind of, yeah. How would I put it? Uh, a little more crazy type of fun type. They're, yeah, of stuff. they're being they're being yeah.
2: fun. I yeah. I initially said it was. I said it was unprofessional. But I don't like that.
3: I no, mean, after I said, said right it, I was like, not "That's not what right I mean." It.
2: It's it's just a little bit more cool, laid back. Yeah, uh, having fun with it. it. It reminds me of NASL days. Yes. It yeah, yeah.
0: And, and it reminds me of it reminds me of minor league baseball.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's probably what it should be. But I mean, yeah. getting back to the podcast, let me be forward. I mean, it is the official podcast yes. of for Madison.
0: Again, it is. Let me be forward. Oh. Uh, the hosts are Baxter and Maddie, yep. and they'll be hosting that. Um, First show's coming up this week. It's coming this week. Yep. I did a little uh, recon on uh, Baxter. He actually started this. He's got a whole like podcast network um, that he started uh, a couple years ago, and he's got a bunch of different podcasts on this network. And yeah. I think it's great that SC uh, Madison went to him and said, Hey, can you do a podcast for us? And he's like, Absolutely, I'll do one for you. Yeah. And i got a feeling this is going to be a great podcast for fans of F.C. Madison.
2: Yeah, I hope he has a lot of fun with it.
0: Yeah, and he should. I, again, uh, if, if this guy listens to this podcast, if either him or Manny listens to this podcast, we, we we're we behind you 100%. It's yeah. great you guys have a podcast out there now. Definitely. Um, and, uh, oh, by the way, they do a lot of dogs in 56 yes. Brewing. It's a very dog-friendly. Dog-friendly. Uh, so... And I, I do want to state that we will be out in Madison on June 15th, I believe. Yes. Yes. the weekend of June 15th, I believe that's 15th, the weekend. 15th, 16th. Yeah. 15th, 16th. Right.
1: We'll be out inside. In was it was it Tucson? F- F- yeah. Tucson's Tucson, Tucson, match. Yeah.
0: We'll be out in Madison, not only to watch the game, to do a podcast from Madison at a local brewery, probably yep. with some people from Madison uh, fans. Yep. Maybe some other special guests. We don't know yet, but we will be there. We're working
1: on it. Or We're maybe in the, maybe you do the podcast in the hotel room. Who knows? Right.
0: I don't. I don't know.
2: We could do it from the Capitol steps. I well,
0: will they allow us to do that? Probably not. Yeah. Well, you're from Wisconsin, Sterling. You know more about their rules there than I do. They're right?
1: they're. We might we, they, we might need a longer extension cord to make that happen, yeah. or have yeah. a shorter podcast yeah. depending on the battery life. Right.
0: But I, I'm excited to get out there and see the uh, the. the FC Madison play some games. Yeah. Uh, Sterling got a shirt. Yes, from FC Madison. I finally got it. I say that
2: a bit tongue in cheek because I ordered it like twenty days ago. It initially said it was ten to twelve days delivery, mm-hmm. and on day seventeen, I finally said, mm, "Well, mm, I should maybe just follow up with that. Stolen, and it, you know, I, so I, I just said, you know, I just want to make sure it's not lost. It turned out they ran out faster than they thought they would. Of course. It didn't get sent out. And I was going to note who I interacted with by by email. She was very nice. Yeah, Uh, I
1: I like the color. I like the blue color with the pink highlight. And I I think we
2: got it on pictures.
1: I think we do, yeah. So uh, so do you have your flamingo up in your lawn then?
2: So I've looked for them. Okay. I mentioned that I looked for them. And Sarah seemed a bit scared on the fence about whether or not I should have a flamingo in the yard. I'm still getting
0: one. Maybe he should be like over on the side somewhere. I,
2: I think it should be prominently placed in front. <laughs> well,
0: if you, know, you went now, if you win that, they have a they have a contest. That's right. If you win the contest, you get a flamingo every week, something like that. yeah. And it, they deliver it to you. Yeah. And my thought was, and I was going to ask them this.
1: They they personally deliver it they personally, to you.
0: But yeah. I was going to ask them this: I'm like, what about if like I won one, and I live in Otsego, Minnesota? You're gonna personally deliver? See, my deal is, if I won it, I would give. I think I would give it away to somebody in Madison.
1: I Tony, I think you just basically ruled yourself out from potentially winning this contest. Well, but I
0: would. Yeah. You know, if I won it, I. But here's what I would do, and I thought about this: if I applied for the contest, which I didn't, I would give it to somebody in Madison. I'd be like, yeah. "Here you go." You know, I just apply because it's fun. Yeah, give me one. Give me one. Send me one in the yeah. mail with a I'll sign, with it. an autograph. Of somebody, yeah. I don't care. And then I'll, you know, pay for it. And then everybody else can right. or rotate it. You know, I could pick uh, 51 other people in Madison, sure. rotate it per week.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I'd like to try to find a loom as well.
0: Mm. We have a lot of live ones around here. Could you get a loon around
2: here? So are you suggesting I kill one? Because that no, would be no, no, illegal. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. T- I'm talking, like, could you, like, maybe get one as a pet? I have I, a I loon sanctuary. I have, like, a loon sanctuary, maybe, in your backyard. I don't have any water. They can't walk. Very put a little, like, a kiddie pool. You kitty a kiddie pool. I do have a kiddie pool. There you go. Put one of out there, you know. It might work. Or get PK, the loon. Chain
2: him to the front of the patio. Yeah, I've, got a, I've got a deck. Just no, we
0: start. no, we can't. We can't do put, out put out some food. <laughs> what is PKE? I'm just kidding. We're not going to get into that. Let's talk more about FC Madison.
2: Yeah. So, uh, you know, they they had a couple games since our last episode preseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, first was to with uh, Crichton University. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they did lose that four uh, one. Interesting thing about that was, and I don't know the. Background of this. They're second in command for keepers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryan Coulter was actually playing for Crichton. What? I don't, don't, like I said, I don't know the background. How does that work? For some reason, he was playing goal for Crichton. (laughs) Apparently, he did a pretty good job because they won. Uh, uh, The second game was against UW Parkside, it was a 7 1 win. Omsberg and Toy both had two goals each. I saw yeah. that. I saw that. I saw that. A couple yeah. breaks. I mean, I don't know what Omsberg was doing. I don't know. But yeah. Must have been set pieces. Yeah, um, it must have been, yeah. Uh, Good to see, though. But uh, mm-hmm. Leonard Eaton and Bement also had single goals. Manly played mm-hmm. as well. Started even. And. Uh, their next and i believe it's final preseason game mm-hmm. is against Marquette on the 30th. Okay.
1: Yeah, cuz that was kind of my question to you before we came back on is when when does their, you know, USL and regular season being start?
2: Our Ford Madison segment. I should know this. I don't know if it's the 6th against uh Cincinnati I believe or the 13th. No, but it's it's coming up.
0: Um and the the four guys who went down there from Balloons all came back now. Yeah. So St. Clair is back, and yeah. those guys back. So, And then um, we did have, what was the signing we had that we shipped directly to Madison?
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: I can't remember the guy's name.
2: Allie, his first Allie, name. Okay. Is he, he
0: starting for them, or is he just kind of on the uh, bench? No,
2: he did not feature in the game, Okay, the last all right, game. All right, all
0: right, Um. So I, I'm sure there will be a lot of that this year going back yeah. and forth. There will be players from... Uh, from United going down to Madison and, and vice versa, you know, it's going to happen, uh, which is why we're featuring kind of a Madison segment exactly. on our shows, because they're close. They are a lower league team. We're excited about them. I'll give a shout-out to both their Facebook page and their supporters' pages.
2: They Hell. have been
0: awesome since they started up.
2: And it, there's the union now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Labarra is the Spanish mm-hmm. one. Uh, yeah, fantastic. They've
0: been, they've been very, they've been open to everything. They have made some comments. They've done some crazy things on Twitter. Yes, yeah, spe- yeah. and
1: speaking of Twitter and their social media, I mean they've they've really promoted their jersey, and I mean it's yeah. a good looking jersey to I was be honest. Bring with that up because yeah. it's been all over the place. Yeah, but, uh, I mean I think the, the reviews are in, and I mean everybody loves it. You know, I actually supporters and non supporters are alike.
0: I you know. actually might pick one of those up for our podcast. I was well, thinking about it.
2: I really like the goalie jersey. It's that yeah. black with, the, with mm-hmm. the flamingo
0: logo. Yeah. The crest on
2: it. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. cool.
0: Although the fact this is... I know Dairyland's a big sponsor.
2: Right. It's a bit cliche.
0: It is. So that's why I'm saying I'm going to pick it up to wear at the podcast. That's probably the one time I'll wear it. Right. Unless we go out there again next year, which we probably will. Yeah. Then I'll wear it again next I mean, year, but...
1: It, yeah. it would only make sense for me to get one, and I actually should consider it, considering yeah. the business that I'm in. And 95% 95, 95, right. of right. the places that I go to and I travel for work are cheese factories and dairy yeah. milk plants. And so. And I do a lot of work in Wisconsin. As Could such, you so. wear that to, to work? You know, I certainly could. The problem in my line is 90% of the time I'm wearing like a white smock over oh, okay. it, so it yeah. almost doesn't matter what I wear, because I'm going to have to have something So co- then you should get
2: the pink t-shirt version of mine, because yeah. go. it's going to be obvious what you're wearing. Yeah. Could, you
0: could SC Madison make a white smock of their uniform on a white smock? Now that would be convenient.
1: That would be pretty cool. That'd be awesome. But yeah, in fact, rolling been. in with the Dairyland sponsored prominently on the front of my shirt yeah, wouldn't hurt. That'd yeah. be nice. I mean,
2: and it, and it, you know, maybe even get a, a loom stuck in there somewhere so mm-hmm. you can be fully garbed up. And why not? Let's just get the Lunacy logo yeah, on it. Too. Why not? Yeah.
0: Why not? So, uh, once again, we're going to be fo- uh, focusing on uh, FC Madison. Every podcast will have a little segment after the break. Uh, we'll talk about what's going on there, uh, the games they've had coming up, and again we'll be down there. So if you guys want to join us, uh, I'm sure, there'll be announcements coming up. Let's yeah. get into Allianz Field.
2: Yeah. So the open house open is house. this week. Yes. Twenty uh, second.
0: Yes, and they are opening up the the uh, brewery or what do they call it, brew pub? The no, brew, brew, brew hall. Brew hall. Yeah. Plus
2: the Fanatic store.
0: To coincide with it, of course, if you're going to be drinking at the brew hall, we're going to put the merchandise right next door. Right. So if you drink a lot... You're gonna buy it. Go get the merch, and money. that's that's yeah. great. Good it's, idea.
1: It's something that I don't think about a lot, but the fact that that brew hall is gonna be open well, year round, yeah, game days and mm, non game alike. days alike. And too. so if you go down there on a non game day, there'll yeah. be parking available, yeah, yep. So you'll be able to just pull right in there, and I think, and then that allows you to overlook the field, get a mm-hmm. get an early look at that, and that the the grand opening. You said, did you say it was it's it's uh, next Friday, the next 22nd? Next Friday, yes. Uh, Eleven
2: to seven. 11 it's to open 7. for anyone.
1: Perfect. Okay, yeah. I fly in from Denver at 7:30 p.m. Okay, so I'm gonna just right. miss it. All
3: right.
2: So which I'm going. You I would go? go if I was yeah. in town. What time are you gonna go at? I mean, I get done at four, so
0: I'm going meet. I might meet you there. We'll and see. I don't.
1: We'll see. And, and I was curious. I, I want. I was curious about the fact that I know. I think it might just be for the grand opening. I could be wrong, but at the very least, this coming Friday, the 22nd, as you listen to this, um, they allow you to actually walk out onto the kind of part of the concourse. They're going to open the part of I the concourse. I think they will, yeah. So it will allow you to get better views and pictures of the field. Um,
0: the biggest thing about this brew brewery, brew, uh, brew house. house, brew hall, is the fact 96, 96 local rotating beers. 96. 96. I'm telling you, I go, we go to. You mean uh, nine, right? No, 96. D-6. Oh, Stevens, we've gone to uh, New Bohemia. Yeah, they don't have ninety six. I don't
1: think so. They have a well, lot. They probably like but
0: 25, 30. But they don't have. A, they have local, but they also have non local. Yeah. We've gone to uh, what's that place uh, in uh, Saint Louis Park? The uh, long, the poorhouse.
2: Poorhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They have a lot, but they're not all local. Right. We are talking ninety six local beers, guys.
2: Yeah, and it. I mean, it reminds me of the Yard House. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a chain, but I've been to the one in Denver.
0: The Yard House, that's the one in St. Sparks. Sorry, yeah. not the poor house. Yeah. But they don't have 96 local beers. Right. They have a bunch of other. Yeah, they they have like, a
2: bunch the of one locals. in Denver has like 110, but yeah. It's but it's local. not all yeah.
0: local. This is 96, again, local beers. Guys. Yeah, I don't even, I can't fathom this. Uh, the,
1: I mean, well, obviously they have this. I mean, logistically, you'd think that'd be a nightmare to maintain that many kegs. You know, yeah, but they he, must they must put it down below. Where but here's they have, here's yeah. my deal,
0: right? So, Summit is the sponsor, right? Summit's going to have at least what seven or eight of those taps, yeah. I'm sure. Probably. Um, Surly's going to have at least a couple.
2: Yeah, they have the black and blue section, which is uh, Summit,
0: mm-hmm. Surly, and Lupulin. Lupulin, really? Yep. My goodness. Oh, and
1: that, yeah, just yeah. looking into it. So, I mean. How did,
0: sorry, Dave. How did Lupalin get into this? I don't
2: have info on that. But the black and blue section is Summit, Surly, and Lupalin.
0: Lupalin is from Big Lake. That is correct. That is not a big. I They're a great brewery. I, mean, I, I wonder if
2: maybe they're doing some type of special for Oleons. I mean, I, I would imagine it, since Surly's no longer doing. Rising North, yeah. In cans, I think they're devoting and it all to the kegs at and all that.
1: And that, I think, you just nailed it because I remember talking to the guys up at Alloy, friends of ours, friends of the mm-hmm. podcast, and and we asked them that exact question. You know, do you think you'd be featured there? And and I think he he was a little bit concerned with the the volume of right. beer sure, that they sure. need to supply it. But if sure. you're focusing on, you know, it's different. If you're fo- like David, like you mentioned, if you're focusing on kegs. You know, maybe you can handle that. Whereas yeah. if you're focusing on a smaller batch or cans or cannery, then you, you just might not be able to keep up.
0: My, my thing is this again, Summit, Surly, those are big big hitters oh, yeah, yeah. in this market. Lublin is not a big hitter. Right. Again, great craft brewery. have been there a couple times. We want to do a podcast up there at some right. point. But to have them in the same conversation as Surly and Summit, that's amazing. Yeah, You'd they- think that maybe like shells would get in there. That's, that's what gets me about. Off topic, guys. Target Field. Their brewery, the microbrewery they have in there, is Goose Island from Chicago.
1: Right. How Why? disappointed were we when we went to Twins Fest? Again. And the craft yeah, beer craft area. Beer,
0: and I'm going, uh, Shell's is in Newall. Right. Get Shell's. Get Surly. Get Summit. Why are you going to Goose Island in Chicago? One of your rivals... Yeah. To do that, at your, that's just stupid. Your biggest
2: rival, the sorry. taco truck. Just sorry, that's t- my, that's I my just, rant for the day. Tony's
1: fired up. I can. Just, that's a my taco, day, truck, yeah. just oh, taco uh, truck just arrived. Oh, taco truck just. arrived You should give a shout out to it. It's who is it We'll get. We'll get
0: soda. Danielle, you want to c- come over here and talk? Go ahead. <laughs> oh, she has got something in her mouth. But what is? Sorry, we we put Danielle sorry, on the spot. put her on the spot. Go ahead. Danielle from uh,
3: 56 Music Brewing. Yep. Who's outside right now? The taco truck. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. Got it. Uh, quesadillas, tacos, any meat you
0: want. Got it.
3: Really affordable, really delicious. Good bar food. Get it up. In the spirit of St. Patrick's Day. You
0: know,
2: You're having Mexican. on Like St. Patrick's Day yeah.
3: than a taco truck. Of course. Exactly. Yeah. I, I agree.
0: So, well, you couldn't have like a uh, corned beef and
3: hash
2: so the, truck. The food trucks are The well, daily be thing. Quesadillas with um, corned yes. beef and hash? Weekends. Weekends. Weekends
3: okay. Wednesday nights for turkey. Okay.
0: Yeah, cool. So you guys pretty much have a food truck Wednesday nights and then Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays?
3: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Otherwise, we do pop ups. Okay. Pop-ups cool. Shop,
0: cool. Yeah. All right, thanks. Great. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll take a. Uh, man. Uh-huh.
3: Flight. Was good?
2: The
0: flight was there great, was. and was the new, that, one that one on the sexy there. beach. That's the new yeah, one, it's right? Yeah, uh, Yeah, the new milkshake. That's right. Okay. I'm gonna take the uh, Cali Street. Sounds good. Thank Anyone
3: you.
0: Try uh, the Black uh, hey, Cali's. Yep. Let's try number one yet?
3: Do you guys like
0: IPAs? Yeah, let's do the Peach
2: Street. Peach Cowboy. Peach Cabo. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. I just uh, all of a sudden I had a flashback to Colorado. Yeah. There's a distillery called Peach Street. Oh, Peach Street. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that was uh, Danielle from uh, Daniela, I think. Danielle, I'm sorry. Danielle, Daniela. Um, from 56 Brewing talking about the food truck out there. They have Mexican food for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I think, do you think they put, like, green food coloring in the meat? What? I I would not. Make a green taco, maybe? That would
1: actually maybe turn people off. Uh,
0: let's go back to let's go back on track here. Let's go back to Allianz Field. Just just
1: and just, no I think um, just, with regards to the food I mean yeah. to get Ireland is not known for their food. Let's uh, just I that know. I that's know, a good point. Know. You know they're they wrong. definitely are. No don't get me wrong you can go to Ireland and have a great dinner but they're oh. not known for their food. I mean yeah it's just how that so,
3: goes. <laughs>
1: <Allianz> Most people <laughs> don't eat on St. Patrick's Day they just <laughs> they drink. T- they just I drink. Drink green <laughs> I mean, right. beer.
3: What? Oh
2: uh, that's me. <laughs> Thank you. By the way,
3: we do not deliver beers to the table. I was gonna say. Oh well, okay. I So that. anyone that, Please make that note. anybody listening to this, she does not deliver
0: beers to the table for regular people, just special. special people, which yeah. makes us feel special. Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: That's funny. I actually did want to bring that up. I just I would say one of the few you know brew, breweries, brewpubs that we've been into that we actually had table side service. I know, what was it, Blue Wolf? We Blue did. Wolf does do table That's service. That's normal, yeah. and, but it's, it's a rarity in this market. It is
0: not, and, yeah. and there's a couple of new breweries are coming up that yeah. do table service. Um, but and I'm not complaining out. about that. No. I'm just <laughs> right, pointing yeah. We're out. just special yeah. people that yeah. they like us. So, anywho, uh, Allianz Field, they, uh, sorry about the dog, <laughs> the brewery, the brewery uh, brew hall opens up next Friday. Uh, we're. I think we're all excited about it. I'm excited because we're going to be at opening day on April 13th. Right. Yep. And uh, Tony will be in the brew hall pretty much the whole game. I'm just kidding. That,
1: kidding. Well, I wanted to ask you about that, Tony, because that then that rolls right into the point that I was going to bring up. I mean, it, you could fall victim to that and, and get stuck well, in there very, during the game. I, I'm
0: going to need you guys maybe to do you guys have, like, a rope? You could put on me to keep me away from. However,
1: the brew hall. oh, we we could
2: tie something to your ankle.
1: We might, yeah, we yeah. might not need it because the beautiful part now, maybe not for the, these first couple games, we'll see. Yeah. But the nice thing about it is, um, they have you know big garage doors that actually open up to the concourse, yes. and so no. you can be served on the concourse. You don't have to nice. enter into the brew nice. hall itself to get a beer. You can just be walking yeah. around the concourse. And it, and so
2: this was one of the uh, originally I retweeted this announcement. Um, from Zagoda, mm-hmm. and he actually responded. To I me. saw that. And I was like, good God, Zagoda responded to me. Um, this is a podcast? And I don't know.
1: I would assume he does.
2: I hope he does. I, I yeah. would hope so.
0: Jerry, if you're listening, shout out to you.
2: And, and it, he responded, and then I asked him if there's any news of whether or not there'd be food mm-hmm. all year round. Because yeah. he mentioned that LA FC. Has um, has a similar concept that's open all year round. Yeah,
1: I think that's I think that's the 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 thing that I'm most excited about is, is open year round. If you're look if you yeah. want to go out and you're looking for something to do, something unique, you can any day of the week you can go uh, well, down I to mean, the I'm brew just hall thinking, in Allianz Field. Is there a
2: chance that we'd be able to watch
1: like? Premier League games. Is there on a chance, there a chance there? we could do a podcast? That's from awesome. the brew is there a hall? chance oh, yes, we do podcast awesome. on game day? You know,
0: and and again, at that you bring up a good point, Because I thought the same thing. When I said open year round. I'm going, uh, podcasts. It would
2: break from our norm of a brewery, but a brew but hall, local, oh. we, but local breweries. For the yeah.
1: stadium, we would make an exception. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and we'd be sampling local, local beers. beers yeah. So exactly it fits right in.
0: But again, uh, this place can be open year round. I'm going to say it again, 96 local brews on tap, rotating. So you're going to get the Summits, you're going to get the Surleys, you're going to get the Looplands. but you're going to get the, probably the, get the 56s. You might get yeah. some Dangerous Mans. You might get some uh, uh, Omnis. You might get some Alloys. You might get some Victus's Places place we've gone. Yeah, I would assume Castle Danger. Castle uh, Danger. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be shells out there. Yeah. It's going to be amazing, and I'm very excited. And uh, you guys, uh, the first game left... Actually, I was thinking, you know, like those little uh, backpacks for kids. If you want to keep your kids close, you put one of those on me. So the I can't, leashes can't the leash, so I can't go in there, like you know.
1: Right, it. I think. I mean, like any new stadium, it's gonna. Uh, it's I think you know and I, I, I wanted to bring this up John always kind of when he's watching MLS matches he'll yeah. a lot of times one of the things he looks for and I'm not sure why but he'll look at attendance oh, of course and he he'll did. complain about attendance I think he yeah. even mentioned laFC last week how he did the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the attendance was fine it was yeah. their home it was I think it was their home opener yeah it, but they, they lowered their champ uh, they lowered you know Maybe it wasn't even their home opener, but the attendance was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to have. A, I think we might have a problem with the Poles perceived the attendance because at a new stadium, it's kind of like uh, when US Bank Stadium opened up. You're right. People are going to spend a lot You're of time right. walking around and checking yep, it just out, it. being in the brew hall. So when if you've got capacity in the brew hall, well, guess what? Then you're going to have that many seats that are empty. So if you're watching it on TV, it might appear that the attendance is not as good as it actually is.
0: And that happened at U.S. Bank, I remember, because I was there the first... Were you there with the first
1: game I went to there? I don't believe I was at your first game. It was me and Nels, probably. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I remember going, and you didn't know what you were doing in there. So you're walking around, kind of trying to figure out where you're going to go, so when the, the opening kickoff came, I don't think there was there was people in the stands, but as many not as many as there would be. Yeah. Because they had outside stuff going on and I could inside stuff going on. Yeah. And so with Allianz, I think what's going to happen is the fact that you're going to have so many outside things going on
1: for, that think, you're going to, you know. I think fortunately, the only thing that might help Allianz and perceived attendance is that if that's what we're going to call it, uh, is the fact that it's not as big. Yeah. It's nowhere near as big as U.S. Bank Stadium. There's not as much areas and levels to explore, um, so it might not get hurt that much. But. What section are we in again, Sterling? 113. I'll be the drunk guy in section 113,
0: thank you. Um, Let's
2: just not get you kicked out. <laughs> I'm
0: not going to out. That's all out. I ask. Well, we, are going, we are going to do a system before the game, though. Right. So that's going to be, yeah. I'm, I told my wife, I'm like, I don't plan on being home that night. I'll be staying again.
1: If I'm in to town.
0: A, for the opener?
3: Right.
1: Wait, there's a chance you're not in town? There's always a chance with me. I, what the hell? I'm going to be optimistic and say that I'm going to be in town and I'm going to put it on my schedule. Well, you better. There's a, there's a good chance I'll be in town for it. Let's put it that way.
0: This is, this is why we don't, I, I don't know why we hired this See, guy. I yeah,
1: didn't even want to say it, but I, I didn't even want to say it. I didn't want to bring it up, but I felt like I well, had Nels to. Well, Nels probably may have a ticket then. Well, Nels, yeah, Nels could do it. And Johnny will be on. Yeah. He'll be there. I'm committed to the I'm game. I'm committed to the ticket and the game. I'm just <laughs> saying there is a chance that something could, could come up. Your job is I getting mean, in the way of this you're, podcast. Yes. Yes. Unless yeah, my are in job.
2: Australia, you better be at the game.
1: <laughs> right. So if I'm in South Dakota, that just wouldn't be good no, enough. you got to okay. drive back. You okay. get on a biplane. Right. You get the and and that's you. a thing I have going for me. I actually might have a trip to New Zealand the following week, but I think yeah. that if I the, what's Concerning me is we, I'm not going to get into my job, but I may have to be in South Dakota that week leading up to that game. So, but you're right; it's a it's a three and a half four hour drive. I can come back. Yeah, the game. drive back so. and get here. All right, yeah. I'm going to the you game. You have to be here. Sorry.
0: this is the opening game for Allianz Field.
1: Yeah, I'm going to the game. Okay, done. It's decided. Come
0: on. And it, you know,
1: with my that boss doesn't listen to this podcast. I'm still working on that, but uh, <laughs> I will tell him what I just told you guys. Yeah, you
2: make make sure he understands. Yeah. The, what, yeah, what make sure he are. understands
0: what's going on. So, we're excited for that. Uh, so, let's go away from soccer. Yeah. We're done talking about soccer now, guys. Let's go on some fun things. Again, we're going to try to do this on our podcast. We're gonna, At the end of the podcast, we're going to try to talk about some fun things going on in the world. All right. Sterling brought up a, a, a guy. I'm not sure this is really fun. I know
1: <laughs> what I know <laughs> what you're going to bring up, and I'm going to be like, yeah, this... It's I don't not think really it is fun. It's <laughs> not
0: fun. But it is I mean, interesting. Get away. Uh, so, Sterling, uh, why don't you... Uh, Tell us about what you thought.
2: So, this past
0: week, there was a news story
2: of a mob hit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is 2019. Mm-hmm. Who talks about mafia hits anymore? Well, it doesn't so, happen. In is
1: fact, this is in the 1970s yeah, or 80s. In
2: fact, '96 was the last time I was, there was that a was going to
1: be my question. When was the last time a mafia or sorry, you know, '85? Uh, well, 80 yeah, 80s? yeah. Wow, early '80s, 80s were
0: huge for mafia hits.
1: But were uh, you talking about a boss or an underboss mm-hmm. being, you know, hit basically. Mm. Yeah, and and that was um,
2: the Gambino chief Paul Castellano. Yes, in 1985. So this was um, Francesco Cali, Big Frankie. He's, uh, he's considered the, or was, <laughs> considered he was. the head of the Gambino family. Yeah. Big Frankie. Yeah. Uh, shot down in his front yard... And then run then,
1: over. And then run over. No, 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 no. Let's let's go back. Let's the go back. details are interesting because I like I, what I was reading about it is didn't uh, somebody backed into his car yes. that was yeah, parked yeah. In to the get street, him out to get, out get him car. outside. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yes, but and then he, it was he was, it was reported that uh, he shook the guy's hand before yes, he yes. there was yeah, an yeah.
2: interaction. Yeah,
1: there somebody he knew.
2: And then he pulled out a gun and shot him in the chest. So what and do then you he think that over. means?
1: Do you think he knew the person
2: who killed him? Of course. It's possible. I mean, they they have arrested a 24-year-old Staten Island man.
0: But still, I can't believe... Okay, you shot the guy. I think you shot him four times, didn't he? Was it four times? Oh, yeah. And then you ran him over. Yeah. That's like Grand Theft Auto type of the video game. Right. You shoot a guy, and then you run him over. It's like, he's already
1: dead. So let me ask you this. Is is the Mafia still alive and well in this day and age of 2019? Right? Well, you know, I was telling
0: Sterling... Uh, big Frankie is my uh, great-grandfather's, brothers, cousins, so, twice removed, nephew. I'm Just kidding. I'm Italian, so I kind of make these jokes. But the Mafia is still around. Apparently. Um, the problem with the Mafia is since the 80s, when all these big-name guys got either put in jail or killed, they've gone to lesser and lesser dudes, right? So when a big guy got killed, they went to the next guy up, and the next guy up... Would we'll go to jail, and they go next guy up. And these guys are not well, as good as they used to
1: be. L- I mean, and let me say this: you know, if you're uh, clearly the mafia still exists, otherwise things like this wouldn't happen. Um, but, and I don't know anything about organized crime, believe me. But <laughs> it's just the one thing I would say is, you would think incidents, headlines like this in today's mm-hmm. age of twenty four hour internet news cycle, social media, you would yeah. think killing would be bad for business. Right. Right. Yeah. It is bad for
0: business, but I mean, again, they don't do much killing anymore because I don't think the mafia is well, like
1: they maybe they got smarter. They realized they did, it they is got smarter. Bad for business.
0: But there's not as much encroaching on territories anymore because back a little history lesson, back in the when the mafia came up, you had you had your your areas where you were, you know, your where this is where our mafia was yeah, and yeah. This, whatever, right? There's the five families. And there was territories, right? Yeah. With the digital age now, there's not really territories anymore. Right. A lot of their stuff is done online. There's bookmaking. There is, uh, of course, pornography stuff going on. Stuff like that. So their territories are worldwide. So to have a hit like this is kind of crazy because... Unless he was encroaching on somebody's territory. I mean,
1: what is their their business? I mean, obviously, you mentioned bookmaking, sports betting, obviously. Pornography. Is it under the table kind of smuggling taxes, you know, avoiding taxes? It's
0: not like it used to be. So, in the the past, it was the mafia was set up to protect local businesses. That's where they came here, okay? They paid for that. Then they got into drugs. They got into gambling, racketeering, um, Prostitution, things of that nature. The drug things would put them over the edge. The drugs oh, okay. were the downfall of the mafia, because yes. once drugs became involved, that's when everybody started getting caught. So nowadays, there is some drug stuff, but more—it's more online. I mean, it's—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 it's betting sites. It's still pornography. It, yeah, it's the old school. It's stuff It's the old school oh, okay. stuff. They're not doing anything, and they're not protecting anybody anymore. Yeah. Like, who needs protection anymore?
1: Right. What's your um, What's your favorite mob-related movie?
0: I don't. That's a
1: loaded question. Nine yards. You, you got, got that? Question. Was a quick answer, Dave. Loaded question. It is a loaded because, question, or even good mean, ten yards. Good fellas That's Casino, a classic. I honestly. The Godfather. Okay. I Scarface. And, and I, I almost feel ashamed after you rattled off all those classics. I almost feel ashamed to say this, but I think mine might be um, the Departed. That's a good. Sure. Work to, uh, that is good, though. But it's it. It doesn't fit in. Yeah, it might someday. But it's not one of those classics that you. Well, yeah, and,
2: and what I said wasn't a classic either. It's just it's a yeah. kind of a humorous take on mafia. The
0: Departed yeah. is a new school, mafia type of thing. Irish Irish mob. Yeah. Um. If
1: Goodf- uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day. And that's it is good. real life. Yeah.
0: Uh, Goodfellas, of course, real life too. I mean, yep. uh, Henry Hill. Goodfellas, I could watch every day. I've I've watched a movie hundreds of times.
1: I can't remember where I saw it, but speaking of the departed somebody was complaining about Jack Nicholson's character in that movie. A little I mean, too cra- no a know, little over the top. Do you know and funny you bring that up? I read just read an
0: article about it. Um, he actually read the script and said, This guy that I'm playing is not crazy enough. Hmm. I wanna be crazy. So the whole blow on the so hooker's m- back scene, all that whole thing, he, he came up with that stuff.
1: So they made a role for him, They made basically. a role for him. Now, but to that movie, I mean, I like it. It's a yeah. great movie. It actually it won the Academy Award for Best Picture that year. I think it was yeah. 2007.
0: So, anywho, that was a great story.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, apparently the, the New York Times article that I was reading said that they actually interacted for two minutes. And he actually took the license plate off of the vehicle, okay. put it in his own vehicle, okay. before he was shot ten times.
0: Okay. So. Oh, ten times. Yeah, ten And times. run over. Run over. Um, that is, uh, that's crazy in this day and age. Yeah. I will it's say. It's just so weird. It's so weird.
2: I, I um. was telling my wife about it. I was like, it, it reminds me of, like we were in a movie or something. Yeah. You know, it's just not normal.
0: It's not normal yeah. at all. that was interesting. Uh, Speaking of your wife, yeah, let's get into some car talk.
2: High-level car talk.
0: High-level car talk. How high-level are we going to get?
2: We're talking, I'm not going to say much other than. (laughs) We had a Kia Sportage that uh, it's it's stalled Uh and uh, took it to a shop and they decided it was the solenoid was covered in oil and it needed to be replaced and... Like, well, this is probably a warranty. So we took it to the dealer. And they said, oh, yeah, it's definitely this, probably. Uh, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, we need to open the engine oh. to take pictures. Oh. Right. Yeah, yeah. So they opened the engine and all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, we need the engine replaced.
0: It's like a crime scene. Man.
2: And I was like, really? Replace? the yeah.
1: last thing you want to hear. Yeah, you don't want to hear yeah. that.
2: <laughs> so I was like, all right. Quote us you know. mm-hmm. Needless to say A brand new motor Was going to Run us 12 grand Oh yeah. Wow. yeah And it The vehicle itself Private sale Was like 13,000 Oh yeah So I was like Well we're not doing this So we Couldn't produce records I'll leave it at that Couldn't <laughs> produce you know. service records
0: We know the whole story But we'll say that So <laughs> Needless to
2: say We Decided to scrap the vehicle Well yeah. And we bought a new one. Yeah. But, you know, what really drove me nuts, I'm not I'm not going to badmouth the dealership. It really felt like, well, I am going to badmouth the dealership. I'm just not going to say what dealership. Yeah, yeah. It really felt like they were trying to take advantage of my wife a bit. Because it was like, well, we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to do this. Mm-hmm. And it, we weren't hearing answers, so I finally called them. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it was, oh, um, yeah, stutter, stutter, stutter. Well, we need to stutter. Stutter. Yeah. It wasn't so obvious and expected that that needs to happen. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? And so we went to a different dealership mm-hmm. across the metro. We told them how much it was going to cost. The salesman was floored mm-hmm. by how much they were going to mm-hmm. charge. And it. he kind of also alluded to the fact that he felt like my wife was getting taken advantage yeah. of. Yeah. And it, you'd think 2019... Maybe this is kind of going away. Nope, Honestly, it's not. I don't think it is. And
1: no, and we don't need to get into exact the exact dealer, but it was a dealership that this happened at. Yeah, mm-hmm. which that's that's a little concerning to me. But I mean,
0: it is because I mean, I, that's and the same and problem that's with our, my. What wife. I
1: guess what I was going to bring up is, I, for recently, I mean, I know a few things. I don't want to do any work on my car, yeah. I, especially this day and age. It's mm-hmm. it's impossible to work on anything unless yeah. you're a mechanic. Yeah. It seems like. But point being is, you know, if. Maybe sometimes I get nervous to go to a mom-and-pop shop because they w- would do that. Not necessarily to me, but to somebody, somebody else. Yeah. But that's why I feel like if you go to a dealer, they're not going to do that.
0: They But do you know, maybe that's because, not the case. Well, yeah. and it's, they want to make money. And still—and you're right. 2019, they're still doing it with women because they – somebody won something. Yeah. Um, they're still doing it with women. And that's what kills me about it is if I went to a car dealership right now and said, look at my car – they'd give me a price if my Very wife nice. went with the same car with the same problems they'd give her a totally different price Yeah, because they think women are stupid this is the age of technology and the internet people can look this stuff up yep. I have a little bit of I've got a little bit of a thing because uh, my brother and my dad are both mechanics right Thanks, bro, and thanks, dad, for giving me that knowledge of knowing what needs to happen and what doesn't need to happen. Right. So when I go into dealerships, I say, "What do you want to do?" And they say, "This, this, and this." I say, "This doesn't need to be done because the rate, you know, it should be done at this time, not this right. time. This doesn't need to be done. This I can do this myself." Blah, blah blah. I'm a guy. As a female going in, many females go in and say, "Just do what you have to do." Yeah. And this, and they don't know what's going on. And I'm sure some guys are like the same way.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to be that way.
0: But in this day and age, that should not happen. Because yeah. of Google. Because of the internet. Because of YouTube. Because of YouTube. In the 80s, it could happen. In yeah. the 90s, it could happen. But not now. And i that's a bad situation if yeah. somebody really overplayed you for an engine.
2: Well, and what's worse is, you know, they didn't get the business. Of course they didn't. We went to a different dealership and bought a brand new car. So they didn't get the repair cost. They, they didn't gamble
0: of new vehicle. They gamble and lost. Yeah, and that sucks. Yeah, um, so it goes. So I mean, that's just. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. It is. You know, it's a yeah. bad deal. When you texted us, and I said, uh, "Oh shit," I thought it was your car.
2: Yeah. First yeah, and yeah. foremost, First I yeah. But, uh, we're not gonna get into that. Yeah, I no. almost said something and I don't want to say
1: that.
0: No. I'm just don't say
1: it. <laughs>
0: it's 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 okay. It ha- is a life thing.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm just kind of you know I've I've owned the my, the car that I've had now for uh, just about nine years, almost yeah. nine years now. So I'm just yeah. and I it's a hard I hard drive it. Yeah. I'm just waiting for that engine to blow up. I'm
0: Well,
2: it's gonna yeah. happen.
0: I don't think it is. I think you're one fine. Of these You take it care. You take care of it. It'll,
2: it'll I do
1: take yeah. care of it, but.
0: Yeah. And that's the car you always wanted, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. But I part of me kind of wants to buy a new car because I've had it for nine years dude, now. So
0: I know that, dude, I just bought the new car. I, I don't want to go through that shit again. I well, don't. I hate it. Yeah. I could be the nice salesperson ever, but I hate it. So um so in closing
1: Next Next Podcast.
0: Let's yeah, let's talk about the next podcast. Because it is kind of our one year anniversary.
1: Yeah, I think this is this is technically this is, this is technically, yeah. closer to it because yeah. I think we went back and looked. I think wasn't yeah. it March 20th? Wasn't that the day yeah. of yeah. Your, your first podcast? You guys did it in, ended up doing it at your house, David. At Dave's yes. house. Yeah. yeah, we talked about Toys on March us. 20th, 2018. Um, so we're very close to that. day. That was
0: kind of the the day of uh, the explosion of all the things going on now. Yeah. We next week we're going back to Sterling's house once again. We are going to christen. Right, his new uh, kegerator. Yeah, new tap. New tap. Yeah. in it's his bar in. downstairs. And by the way, um Dave Sterling needs to put some pictures out of his bar on the, the internet. Impressive
1: work because it's very ship.
0: impressive. Well, that whole lower level, now. that whole level fantastic. is very impressive. I, I've done, done a it's great all job. By,
2: it's my, it's me. Yeah, you done it by yeah.
3: hand.
0: Yeah, you did a very good job. I could never do something
2: yeah.
1: like. That. I mean, th- I didn't think I could either. Did anybody help you with it? Is there anybody well, my you dad to give a shout out? Yeah, so uh, your dad mean, then.
2: my dad used to be a carpenter. And okay. So he helped me with the sheetrock and all that, yeah. That's where I learned how to do so.
0: Hmm. The first time I went in there, when you did our first podcast, I walked in there and I was like, it wasn't done yet. Yeah. But I saw the, the vision and I said, damn, dude, this is like a like, mini pub down here. This yeah. is awesome. And so now you got it all kind of finished up.
2: Most part, yeah. Most part.
0: We're going to do a podcast in two weeks from your house. We're going to try to get uh, Johnny back up. We're going to try to Johnny there. Nelzy, maybe some other people out there. We're getting a keg. Uh, We're getting from Castle Danger Danger Cream Ale.
2: Cream Ale, yeah. Yep. Unless something changes uh, between there, but that's what I'm ordering. Oh well, so,
1: and, and that's one thing we brand One thing I should bring up: Castle Danger. They won the uh, Star Tribune beer bracket last year. Yes, so they did. I wanted to. I mean, I, I wanted to bring that up just because I, I wonder how that's going to play out this year. That yeah. whole well, beer and, bracket with I, the March Madness theme. We they, yeah.
0: we pick Castle Danger because I don't think we'll ever get to that brewery to do a podcast.
1: Right, it's a ways up on the North Shore. Maybe
0: I think. someday when we do a podcast in Duluth, maybe we'll do a podcast. In Where three. is yeah. it exactly on the North Shore? Two Harbors, Two Harbors, yeah. North. Of, but I mean, it's almost Canada.
3: That's. But they do have yeah.
0: now. They started a brewery in Duluth. That's true. Sure they did. have two. If, they have two locations mm. now, so which is nice. But so we picked uh, Castle Danger because Minnesota brewery from places that we're not going to go to. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have some fun. We're going to do our podcast there. It's probably going to be a pretty crazy podcast, I would it imagine. It might be, yeah. Because we only have really one game to talk about.
1: Yep. With the buy, So it'll week. get a little...
0: I'm sure it'll get a lot of hand. If, Johnny, if Johnny's there, we'll hear a lot of German talk.
1: Right. It's quite... If we get enough beer in. Yeah. It's an... You know, we're coming off a of FIFA International mm-hmm. week. Yeah. So, so there could be some Germany talk. You never know.
0: And shout out to Johnny. He was... Uh, he went to... He went to Dual Citizen last night. He did, yeah. For a beer after going to the orchestra.
2: Mr. High Class. Right. Eyebrow. Oh, I'm going to the orchestra. Do you think he was
0: drinking
1: wine at the orchestra? I I bet he was. Was. I
2: think he was.
0: I bet he was. was. Wow. And what always gets me about Johnny now, quickly, is Johnny used to always say, oh, you're drinking your fancy beer again. And now he drinks fancy beer.
1: Yeah. And fancy wine. And fancy wine. I think after, after so Giddy, up. where did he go after the home opener? He actually went to a wine tasting. He up did. At one of his yes, friends did. he went to and a wine tasting. Yes. Yeah. So. so, I good for John though. I'm not yeah, saying I, I'm not saying it's him. a bad. Thing. I am mean, just um, saying it's a different. Props it's a change to Jenny. Yes. thanks, Jenny. Yes, it, this is a good thing. We're not yeah. looking down on this. We're, this no, is, it's a surprising thing, though. Jenny, you've is been what a, it is.
0: you've been a great influence on Johnny. Proper proper influence. Yes. So, yeah, two weeks we'll be at uh, Sterling's house for a podcast. His uh, wife has agreed to it. Maybe the, maybe the kids has will be do- on there. Has your
2: dog agreed to it, though? Has the dog agreed? No, to it? he never agrees to anything. Yeah. Oh, okay. How
0: about yeah. the kids? Liesl and Oliver, can they be on it?
2: Uh, Liesl might be able.
0: Can we get Liesl on the podcast?
2: She, she might enjoy that.
0: Yeah, let's get Liesl on the podcast. Yeah. Oliver, can he make like a little coin sound or something like that? He might, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. get Oliver maybe a little bit. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. if the dog doesn't like the po- I'm sorry, what's your dog's name? Stamford. Stanford. Stamford. Yeah. Stamford. Okay. Stamford Bridge for oh, the Chelsea. Oh, gotcha. Change, awesome. Love it. But if he doesn't like the podcast, he'll yeah. be he'll let it he'll let us oh, know. Yeah, he'll oh, let us oh, know. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's what I'm afraid yeah.
0: of. Our first podcast we had some dogs barking and kids. <laughs> and,
1: uh, oh yeah, we've had that at the breweries we've been to we, too, we, so yeah, yeah, no big deal. Right. Be like no that. difference. Yeah.
0: So in closing guys, uh, you guys have anything else to talk about? No uh, Yep. Oh, where uh, we go? Uh, yes. Mr. Chip, uh That's happening in May, May 11th.
2: Yes, the hint today, I didn't post a picture for a hint yeah. this past two weeks because I figured one not. Uh, so the hint today is Frank Sinatra has sung a song about this city. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, That's it. so that narrows and it has, down a little bit. It narrows down
0: bit. to, like, I think he's I'm pretty sure he's saying a song about Winnipeg.
1: Um, I think he's sang a song about South Beach. And Duluth. But they, neither of those cities have MLS teams, so. We didn't say we're going we to MLS. We didn't no. yeah. Did we not?
0: Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Okay.
0: We just said there's a soccer game. Yeah, oh,
2: okay. it's a soccer game.
1: Okay. It could
0: be a youth league for all. Winnipeg has a youth team. We could be going to see a seven, yeah. uh, seventh graders play it true. And doing a podcast from there. It'd be a little weird. Yeah. It could be. It'd be
2: very weird. But so, yes, Frank Sinatra has sung a song about
0: the city we are going to. So, if you know his catalog, you know it. I know it. So, in closing, guys, we have a lot of things coming up. Anniversary podcast at Sterling's house in two weeks. We've got mystery trip coming up in May. I'll say May.
1: All right. We need somebody to figure out where we're going because we need to start buying. Well, tickets. I'll say May. We, like, we've I actually want to wanna know where we're potentially going. Potentially, had someone that's guessed it. I, I, yeah, we have. Yeah,
3: I'll but. say
0: May because it's May. We're going it's, somewhere in May. It's May. Yeah. Uh, and then in June, we'll be in Madison. Yep. We have the whole opener coming up in a couple weeks. Yep. We have a lot of great things. going Yep. Very
1: anniversary exciting. episode two weeks.
0: Very exciting. So, uh, Steve, is he got anything else to say?
1: No, I think we've covered everything. All here.
0: right. Myself, Tony for Dave and David,
1: which I will say for the first time. There you go. I think, and yeah. I think we should continue I just to differentiate I'm, I'm for sorry. our listeners. I'm sorry. I David's call, the opinionated one. Dave is
2: the guy with the staffs And
0: I always yeah. say Dave and Dave, but you do also David. At this
2: point, you, I mean, you can't even do Dave St or Ste. Even.
0: No, you can't <laughs> because you guys all yeah. same last, not the same last name, but the same surname for myself, Tony, for Dave and David from 56 Brewing here in Northeast Minneapolis. We'll talk to you guys in two weeks.
2: Alright,
0: see ya.